And that's the start. Oh, hello, everyone. Uh, if there are any weird noises coming in through my end of the audio, it is because there is a stinky pig dog wandering about, hopefully not peeing on me today. But he's going to do what he wants to do. What's up with you, man? All right. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't want to do the usual start of podcast energy complaint. I feel like mm-hmm. uh, I've seen enough people getting tired of that, so... We'll just buy. You know what I'm tired of? Mm-hmm. Being tired. Hey. Yep. That's why I'm gonna chug this purple. I'm on my second. I'm on my second. Fucking sick. But I've also got a big, big water, big water for the waters. Um. Compelling conversation. I'm. I've been drinking. Oh, a f- it's sick. A fuck ton of water recently. Hmm. Are you, are you, did you find a new enjoyment of the sensation of pee? So the, uh, pipe system in my building has, uh, had to go through some stuff. So they shut down the water. And, uh-huh. uh, as a result, when they did shut down the water, we had to go get a bunch of bottles and fill them up in preparation. Uh-huh. And then, so fridge full of water bottles, I've been just, taking them and going through them and i'm like hey you know what i should keep this up so i've been keeping it up i i genuinely thought you were going to say the pipes in your body need flushing that's not what i meant no i meant the pipes in the building and then that led to uh a reason to stock water and then suddenly i went through the water and now i'm drinking you know like at least at least two liters there was there was a there was a moment way back in like February, where there was a conversation about stockpiling water due to the possible collapse of society. Yeah. And then we were just like, eh, we'll see it coming. Like, you know, like it's not gonna like it's not gonna fucking collapse overnight. Like we'll 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 have like a week. Yeah. Water. And then it didn't happen. Yeah, no, I, I feel like uh everyone collectively is like playing touch bases with the um with the end where you're kind of like you still mm-hmm. want to keep your finger on the tree for as long as possible and at and 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 wait until the absolute last second before you let go to run over to the to the next spot but uh yeah i assume the, a lot will go wrong before the water stops entirely and permanently there's a lot of warning signs that kick in uh when you know when the when the before the water stops entirely so i think you can kind of put that yeah, one we'll, we'll probably have like some kind of disease and then like rampant civil unrest first um i mean yeah like like you're not going to have the water stop but your electricity is fine yeah or your internet is fine yeah, because like when they use the the, the pumps to electri- to to push the the water through the the pipes with the electricity. Uh, it, I don't know how pipes work. No, I'm gonna be real. I'm no, gonna be real with everyone. I don't know how pipes y- work. That's a career path that you can choose to learn how to how they work. Um, but if if Bioshock 
taught me anything up right now it's that i learned i learned from bioshock that uh you know you put a few corners and a couple of straight things and then the water gets from the big place to the small place to your mouth but um all the utilities would be broken before we'd get the water i imagine our, uh, our, uh, so i i just in, in in my meme joke of how to pipes work into google i have discovered that our society is doomed woolly because Google's answer to how do pipes work responds with a pipe is a form of redirection, transfer of standard output to some other destination that is used in Linux and other Unix-like operating systems Damn. to send the output of one blah, 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 blah. Damn. And it's like, no, p- pipes. Yeah. Yeah. P- these are all Unix. And there's one weed one. Yeah. No. What the hell? I had to... I was doing some stuff this weekend that involved getting into Python a little bit. And what the hell, dude? Yeah, and it's like that word is completely co-opted. No one talks about the snake anymore. Don't get into Python. They're uh, too late. Digested. Thank you everyone. Thank well, you. Oh. There it is. I did it. There it is. Yeah. It's your snake vor joke of the day. I mean, even if it's you're talking about the code, you still don't really want to get into it. It's a, uh, it's very difficult. The code will digest you. It's hard understanding all that. Yeah, there's. It's basically there's magic. Certain words. Yeah, there's certain words that I hear that make me like sit up straight and become worried. Words like Python, uh, Maya, Autodesk. Oh, that stuff's right. not bad. Autodesk, Maya, 3D Studio Max. Uh, um, yeah, but I don't, Lightroom. I don't know how to make anything. They're all the same to me. Yeah, no, no, no. For me, it's the languages, the like, like, like assembly, fucking, you know. Oh, get my C plus C plus plus. Mm hmm, mm hmm, That's when you get uh, or you know what? Honestly, I'm not gonna lie. Linux just adds a little tingle to my spine. Just the word Linux kind of makes me go. Is hmm. that good or bad tingle? Uh, not a good one because I wouldn't know what the fuck I'm doing. I installed an Ubuntu partition once. Yep. Because everybody was like, "Man, Ubuntu's just next level. It's going to be the future of computing." I'm like, "Fuck it, I'll I'll install an Ubuntu partition." I spent five hours trying to install my video card drivers mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to get my resolution to go higher, and I couldn't do it. That's because the thing, I right? downloaded the driver and I double clicked on it and it didn't do anything. Yeah, I think uh, if I were to ever go down that route, I would spend uh, most of my time setting it up to resemble Windows, which would then just defeat the entire purpose. And like, th- I guess it would. Things like Winux came around and and uh, you know all those hybrid things. But I'm just like, am I really going to dress up another thing as the thing that I have my comfort and safety in? I'm so fucking sick of lemonade. Now let me have this lime juice that I pour a lemon into. Basically. Mm, totally not lemonade. Um, yeah. With the exception, I will say, of course, of like, you know, there's iOS you get used to as well. But there's definitely little, little hangups every, every like 10 minutes or so. Little I, hangups of like, what, what the fuck? What's, what's going on I there? I would say that iOS iOS has a special 
uh, uh, power to it that it makes people forget how to use other OSs. Mm-hmm. I know someone who uses almost exclusively iOS devices, usually iOS phone devices, and I am frequently asked, how do I open this? And I went, you do it on your computer. And they go, what? Yeah. True story. No. Um, but you know, anyway, uh, uh, the Python occurs, water occurs. Uh, well, you sound exhausted. I am. Yeah. Um, you get catch some laser eyes there. Mm-hmm. A little, little bit of laser eyes. Yeah, a little bit. But, um, what was I going to say? Uh, I did. Does this happen to you? Last night, I went to bed at 1 a.m. You know, not that's it's a little late, but it's not like crazy late. You know, that's pretty early for people like us, usually, actually. And I was like, I'm sleepy. It's 1 a.m. I'm going to go to sleep, and then I'll wake up around 9 or 10 a.m., and then that'll be that, I, that'll be a good, you know, adult you know, sleep period, right? And then I woke up at 3.20. Hmm. And I was like, fuck. No, and that... I couldn't sleep till like 7, 8 in the morning. That hasn't happened in a minute. That happens... Okay, you, that... Wait, no, that's not true. That, that, that happens way earlier on specifically today, right? On, on podcast day, uh... What happens is, uh, like, I end up uh, basically having because because of the, the the offset, I end up having a uh, weird mini nap, and then my later proper sleep nap gets all fucked up um, mm-hmm. because of the, the you know whatever the, the the way the rest of the day goes. So mm-hmm. podcast days get fucked up, definitely. Yeah. <sighs> It's stupid. Uh, it's I've learned to never go to bed early. Never try to improve your life with uh, sleep. Never always, try to improve your life, period. Always just force the most procrastination-based solution to your problem right now. Beat your because body you'll into get submission. to submission. Enjoy it right now. Um, and then don't forget to complain. When your body stops listening to you. Oh, man. Hard drive. What was it? It's like gamer who hasn't had a single glass of water in a full week complains that 30 FPS makes him nauseous. (laughs) (laughs) Like, okay. All right. I'll take that one. Shut up. Shut up, hard drive. I don't like this. Uh, Oh, man. So... Another another slow news week, so to speak. Uh, sitting Which is here, stupid because there was a giant event. Sitting here looking at fucking fifteen plus trailers over here. Uh, oh, but and f- they're all very good. Well, how about this? How w- w- prior prior to O N L? What what have you been up to? Uh, let's see, I played, uh, did you play Control? I feel like you did. Yes. Did you beat Control? No. Okay, so Control's DLC came out a while ago, The Foundation, 
And then uh, the new DLC came out called AWE, which is the Alan Wake tie-in uh, DLC. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I had not played the Foundation, so I played Foundation last week. And the best thing that I can say about it is that it's more control. Like, if you wanted control to be two hours longer, it is. Hmm. And it's just as good as the middle part of control. You know what I mean? It's just, it's like, just pretend you live in a world in which control had two more levels. Okay. Uh, However, AWE, everybody is telling me, is the hotness. And I'm worried that it's just good because everybody misses Alan Wake. And I mean the character. I don't mean the gameplay. Actually, I just I I really like Alan Wake. I think Alan Wake's a cool guy, and he kind of gets fucked over in his own game. So I would like I would like to see Alan get out of the nightmare. That'd be cool. Um, more control seems the bosses, fine. The bosses in control remain terrible. Like just awful. Uh, other than that, yeah, pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, let's see. Did I play anything other than Control and Final Fantasy XIV? No. You know what I did do? I decided to embark on the wonderful journey that is uh, getting a PS3 setup to record with my HDMI capture card. Why? There are games that are much, much, much easier to play on the PS3 than anywhere else that I would like to stream. Uh, So I was like, all right, let's do it. All right, step one, get a uh, HDMI to... So I get a component cable. Now let's get an HDMI to component converter. Mm-hmm. Does that work? Yes. Mm-hmm. But it looks like shit. It it looks like go- like actual goddamn shit. Like it's all the text is overlaid weird and Did you grab an old Elgato? I don't have an old Elgato. That I can use on my new equipment. I'm, I'm trying to get it into my my PCI Express capture card. Okay. Like specifically, the into the back of my PC. Because right? uh, all my old Elgatos are deep, deep in a fucking uh, box. And if I did use them, I would have to do the sync delay shit. And I don't want to do that. Yeah, uh, the sync delay it. fucking sucks. But uh, that so, that that was the method. Then you get to embark on the wonderful pseudo-legal world of HDMI splitters. That was the second suggestion. Which is so great because the reason why you can't output a video through HDMI through a capture card um, on... Uh, what do you call it, on the PS3, is because you have Blu-ray movies. But more specifically, HDCP. because you have 
HDCP, which is hard. It's copy protection for for movies or whatever the fuck. And unlike the current, uh, the current thing, or what you would say, uh, how, how would I put this? Unlike the current PS4 situation where you can just turn that shit off, right? You can't on PS3, and it's always on if you're going through HDMI. So that's a signal copy protection that's being transported over the goddamn video signal somehow. I don't know. It's magic. So what you want is an HDMI splitter. Because an HDMI splitter often breaks down your HDMI signal and then re-encodes it into two different signals and then sends it along. However, and this is the fun part, you don't want a high-quality, high-end, good-ass HDMI splitter. No, you want the cheapest $15 to $20 piece of shit that you can get your hands on that will still technically work because good ones put the chips and the time and the technology in them to pass along the, the HDCP. HDCP encryption. Mm-hmm. You want the garbage ones. You want the ones that are just good enough to send the signal but not good enough to do anything that would actually bring them up to the standards of the rest of your video equipment. So when I looked into that stuff before, from what I recall, it wasn't even a matter of how shitty it was, but I think it was an actual regulation that said they had to include it. It is. So it used to be time. It literally used to be time. When the PS4 first came out it was uh can you find a splitter that was manufactured before like 2014 right if anything new will will support hdcp for your ps3 right anything old probably won't now almost everything supports hdcp so it's not about time because you're not going to find 2008 HDMI splitting converters, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. You, you're looking for the nexus of garbage, but well-made. Yeah, so... Right? You, want, you want, like, you want the, the fact that the, 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 the factory surfs that are, that are jumping into their nets, that when they're not in, when they're not being pulled from the nets... They did a really good job on your converter, but the converter is a cheap piece of shit. At no, the the one that I got uh, works. You know, um, we used it for a uh, 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 Parasite Eve. The thing is, is that like at least thankfully modern PlayStation stuff, you can turn HDCP on and off. But yeah, you go back to that previous gen, and both the Vita and the uh, PS3 are like permanently on. Um, did you did you notice any quality drops on your split? The blacks aren't quite as deep. Mm-hmm. They gray the, they gray out. That, yeah, but that's all video capture stuff, and especially over component. Uh, so I'm I'm sending you the my Amazon link actually in Discord walls, just so that if you happen to need this purpose, okay, you you it is. Uh, there's a certain if you go to this Amazon page, I'd actually like to talk to you. There's there's a certain type of graphic 
where it's like there's a fake TV floating on a white void with like pictures on it that is like the the hallmark of cheap equipment. You know what I mean? Like it's got the the like the compatibility chart where it just shows you the back of the thing and just points a lot of arrows to yeah your, yeah 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 your yeah Apple TV mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's like only cheap garbage mm-hmm. has this type of diagram. Shoutouts to the whale jumping some- out of the TV there. That's pretty. Uh- yeah, that's. Uh- I see somebody in the chat pretty much nailed it. You want something that spells "made in China" with an error? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you, like you want you want garbage. And the 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 bummer is that uh, you should get two if it works because it will die. So it, it will just die on you. Um, I assume you have everything you play plugged in through your capture device, right? Like, and that's what you're staring at most of the time, even when you're uh, off stream. Um. Unless it's uh, the PC. The PC, I use like window capture and game capture and stuff like that. Okay. But all the consoles um, uh, are either hooked up to their, I would call their home input. And then I have a, a primary input for Elgato. Okay. So like right now, my PS3 is sitting in the the, home, the Elgato input and the, the Switch is in its home input. Uh, but if I was playing a PS4 game... Then it would go into that and, and so on and so forth. Because I cycle I cycle whatever I'm capturing into the um into the Elgato, and then of course that goes there's a splitter and then there's a, a yeah, second neighbor media thing. Yeah. Um but like whatever I cycle whatever I'm not capturing, I put it back directly into the TV and you mm-hmm. you get punched in the face with how deep the blacks are supposed to be. And yeah. like uh, uh, in some cases, just like a sharpness, you know, like you kind of say, so like sometimes playing Elgato for a long time, you pull it out. Like, like, uh, FF7 was probably the strongest example recently where I popped FF7 back in straight to TV and I was like, holy fuck, I'm seeing a oh, worse I've, version of this. I've never seen FF7 outside of my capture device. Plug it in directly it. and, and no, I don't want to. Yeah. It is. You're cu- it's going to make you sad because you're like, fuck, this game well, looked I even mean, more... Well, I mean, I'm just going to replay it on the... I'm going to play it on the PC mm-hmm. with mods that make Tifa's tits bigger than her head, but, you know, um, as God intended. Indeed. This is also, like, the least relatable conversation in the world, of course, but um, it is it is, it is is a weird one to see that... People can relate to tits bigger than your head. That happens. Uh, I've seen it. I know it. Yeah. You know, wait, you know that I've seen it or like No, I I know of people that have that configuration. Yeah, it's 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 sad, but is it? It's got to be it's got to be. Well, it's sad for their lumbar spine. They didn't seem to mind it. It's it's sad for the 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 bottom of their back. If not now, then later. Uh, perhaps, yeah. Sugoi Dekai. Oh man. Um, but well, that's just an anime character, Wooly. No one would actually look like that. No one would look like that at all. No one could ever look like that. That kind of face, Bunny. Get out of here! Get out of here, Bunny! You're ruining the point we're making. Anyway. Um. The. Uh, the the little 
darkness light um uh, fade of like like drop the thing drop drop the game out until you can't see the logo shit mm-hmm. um <laughs> right where it's like i have a skewed version of that setting because of the capture device but nonetheless a uh, hard drive is out here calling out baby bitch boy for not darkening the full screen <laughs> like a so you humongous cow it actually looks different on the capture compared to the you don't understand <laughs> Also, uh, I recently streamed RE7, I finished streaming RE7, in which RE7 on game capture is like 10 shades darker than it is on window capture. Mm. I've never seen any game do that. The other Resident Evil engine games don't do that. It's just RE7. I think it's because they horribly botched their HDMR implementation. I, I, I think they just horribly, horribly fucked it up. Yeah, um, but but in any case, the uh, I don't the splitter I ended up with just makes everything uh, go, and it and it was nice. Um, but the most absolute absurd bullshit setup I've ever gone through was uh, when I got that Dreamcast with the HDMI on it. Right. So you mean the thing that's supposed to solve all of the problems? Yes, which it does. But you're not supposed to go from that into, uh, uh, because it's got the converter box, and then you're not supposed to go from that into an Elgato directly. It just doesn't like it, right? So I had to go Dreamcast HDMI converter box into Xbox One pass through. And the Xbox One One Guide system then created a full screen display, and then the Xbox went into the Elgato, which went into the rest of the setup. It was that's stupid. It was the dumbest. It was the dumbest, but it got it working. That's stupid. The Xbox ended up being an HDMI splitter in and of its own. Just through the 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 one the one guy. I don't, th- I don't think that's what they meant when they meant uh, Xbox One input one. It's the all in one device, pass through device. There you go. Use it like a sleeve. <sighs> so, I did solve my HDMI issue. I can use the PS3 to record. Yay! But this led me to an old memory that I had forgotten, which is well. The games that I want to stream, I do own off the PlayStation Store. Let's just go ahead and... De- oh my god! The PS3 Store. The worst. Um, yeah, the worst. It's the worst I've ever seen mm-hmm. on any device in my life. They never went back to fix it beyond that. They It used to be even worse. This is an improvement, and it's still trash. It took me like 25 hours to download a game. I couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. And I ha- you have to leave it on, too. You can't even turn the fucking console off. Holy shit. Yeah, we just got used to the struggle and now like every now everyone forgets how easy PS4 has it. One generation yeah. ago, it was a trash store. Like- it's it's still not the best, but man, like 
your PS3 feels like it's choking navigating on the store. Mm-hmm. I had that fun experience that I know you've had both on Xbox and on PS3 or PS4, where I type the download list is a nightmare, so I go to search for the game instead, and I type in the full name of the game, and other bullshit is coming up instead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have to scroll through like a hundred entries to get to the game that I typed in the whole name on. Now, um, this one generation ago was the first online storefront for console that Sony made, right? That's true. We've been in this world for a while now, but it is, in fact, only one console ago that they introduced that. Um, but two it's, stores ago, though. Two stores ago. So, no, well, They did have the v- the Vita store. Yeah, they did have the Vita store. Um, and again, this is uh, the store has gone through changes from the launch version of on PS3, but it is easily the worst one, uh, especially when you go back to like the Xbox Live Store on 360. It you know it was there, it did its thing, it worked. I miss Blades. Everyone misses Blades. They made transformer noises. Yeah, you could shop like that. The eShop, it's a bunch of websites, not. Uh, great. They would have it had that it had that music though. They had the music, but like there'd be a point where you're browsing with the cursor and something doesn't load up, and you see the JPEG X problem, and you're like, "Oh God, I'm staring at a fucking website, right?" Which you know they all are, but it it it. I say Sony's was the worst one, just because you know it what? would take forever. While we're while we're shitting on storefronts, I would like to take a special moment. To I know it's it's a bit out of out of time, but we've had time to percolate and use it, and I really really can't say enough about how terrible the Epic Game Store actually is to use. Um, it's 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 fucking terrible. Um. There are problems that I can't believe they haven't fixed. And I don't mean the shopping cart shit, right? So if I put the Epic Game Store on my main monitor, um, because of my um, PC's like uh, interface settings at 4K, I can't actually browse the store at all. So I was about to say that you're talking about how shitty the Epic Game Store is, but I don't even qualify it as a store because it literally does not work still when i open it up i stare at a black screen with nothing on it and the mouse has to click on invisible buttons to find my way to the game i want to play so well it doesn't count it has no score i give it no grade because it doesn't function i send you two screenshots to to emphasize my point that's i'm showing Wooly a screenshot right now of Epic Game Store on my main monitor. It's literally just a photo of like the goddamn things that are on the store. Like, oh, here's the 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 fucking expansion for Alan Wake. Mm-hmm. When I put it to my sub monitor, which is 1080p only, I get to see what is actually apparently a usable store. Oh wow! Okay. And, and the tabs pop up. Interesting. And it's usable. And I'm like, why the fuck is this uh the first is just a picture and the second is all the tabs okay for me i literally that's fucking stupid dude i don't even get the picture i get nothing there is a black box with minimize full screen and x 
in the top corner and nothing appears in it. It actually doesn't mm-hmm. do anything for me. Like it's That's it's beyond the worst store. It's not a store. It's nothing. And I think the reason why it's so fashionable for my own mind to make fun of the Epic Store now is because of Control's release date, right? So Control came out on Steam just now, right? Uh, I don't know if you saw, but there was an interview a while ago with the Metro developers. And the Metro devs literally said that they sold more copies of Metro Exodus on their first week on Steam than they had in the entire year of the Epic deal, Mm. right? So games are not... They're not selling on Epic compared to what they are on Steam. Oh, of course. But more than that's not why Epic's paying for them. Epic is often giving a ten dollar discount for games. So Control, I think, was ten bucks off, right? When it came to Epic, right? Well, here's the thing. Now, half of this is to five hundred five games being a bunch of assholes, and the other half is that man, this this just doesn't work at all. So Control came out for sixty bucks. And then you bought the expansion for like 20 or 30 right? Um, control on Steam right now is $50 with both expansions. Hmm. So, hmm. eat shit. Hmm. Yeah. Like, lit- just literally eat shit. Um, like, the publisher is to blame for much of that. But the fact that it's... Oh, people are saying it's on sale for $30 in the U.S. Guys, I live in Canada. Guys, I live in Canada. Remember, things are more expensive up here. The dollar is bad. Anyway. um, Like, sometimes the games come out, uh, you know, a little cheaper on Epic. But oftentimes they don't actually. And the other thing is like the multiplayer situation for some games is like the guy the games might as well actually only launch when they come out on Steam. It's it's Epic, like, I'm thinking about this. Epic like, is committed. Epic is committed to the loss on the purchase. They they know that it's 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 a publicity purchase. Well, have you streamed any games that were found on the Epic Game Store? Yes, I streamed Hades. Okay. Was that the Epic Games version of Hades? Yes. All right. Now, let me ask you a serious question because I thought about this and I had to answer it. If you were not streaming these games or recording them for professional purposes, would you not have just waited? In the case of Hades, no, because I had already played it myself off camera because I really fucking love Supergiant games. Um, the only other game I used the Epic Store for was uh, Outer Worlds. Outer Wilds, excuse me. There it is. Still. Um, and in which case, yeah, definitely waiting or even just going over to the Game Pass would have been on in the cards. Like, I am a person who plays a lot of video games and spends many times playing the video games, right? If I had not streamed Hades or Outer Worlds slash Wilds right, or Control, I would have absolutely have waited. Like, yeah. there's so many games to pick from. There's so... I, and, ju- I just played Control on PS4. Get, I mean, I played the console yeah. version of that. Like, fuck it, you know? Exactly. Like, 
It's just not worth I, it. I foresee. I foresee like they're throwing all this money at it, and like no, it, the the situation for like the you know people's you know a com- you know uh, acclimation to the Epic Store. Like people are still complaining just as much as they did a year ago. Well, the way I see it is, I remember when I thought Origin was my worst nightmare, and now it's like holy shit. When I open up Origin, I can see the buttons. You know? Mm-hmm. This is this is like the Epic Store is a whole other level of what are you even doing? There's a I mean there is a, a layer underneath that. Below that even. Which is the Microsoft store. Like the Metro um, shit? Pardon? The Metro shit? No, no. I mean, like the 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 Windows PC store, whatever it's called. Yeah, the thing that it, you had to get PSO from, and it runs in Metro. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I know what you're talking yeah, about. That 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 one is actually worse because it includes situations like I downloaded the game. Where is it? Oh, it deleted itself. Oof. And why can't I delete this folder off my PC? Why does this folder have above admin positions? Because uh, permission. because the store and everything it does is running in the Metro system, which is parallel to your Windows Explorer, and oh, they're conf- they're fighting each other for control of your computer it's, at all times. It's it's so bad. It's like it's it's astonishing that there are, that like. My initial impression of the Epic Store was it will boot a game. Therefore, it passes the early era you play test, where early era you play would not boot games. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has, like, it has been superseded by the new test of does this store steal control of my PC, Microsoft? Yeah, I have a folder on my on my G drive. I can't get rid of. Yep. Uh, you're gonna because of that failed fucking PSO2 installed. You're gonna want to boot in command prompt and do a do a removal that way. You're gonna want to go to DOS. The only the only way to get rid of it is to do registry edits. Okay. Well, and I'm not doing. I when I whenever I had uh, undeletable folders, I I I deleted them through DOS. Um, that that apparently will not work for this. I think. Like in the case of the worst storefronts, like Steam did come along and make uh, uh, PC everything go together. And of course, it's not without its problems, but like we got used to that of like, hey, all these PC games are here. You click and download and go. And when I see how annoying it is using these other ones, I'm not even going to fucking go into the the Ubisoft one, you know? Like it just makes me kind of long for days of. Uh, you know what? Let me just go to the website of the of the game and click download purchase and just download it from the site. There are only two stores that are worth using. One is Steam and the second is GOG. Hmm. Last time it's been a while. I haven't used Battle.net in a minute, but Battle.net did function fine when I was playing Overwatch. It sucks. I didn't. I didn't. As somebody who was using it to play Warzone. Yeah. Let me tell you. I didn't have any. Pro- I didn't have many problems with it's it. It's not. It's not great. 
It's really not great at all. But then again, like, yeah, I'm talking about in comparison to like unplayable shit. The the worst part about Battle.net is how uh, the launcher is designed in such a way to keep trying to get you to play WoW. Mm. Mm. Like, there's no way to get it off the screen, and it randomly cycles between your games sometimes when you're not playing it. And it's like, hey, we're Warcraft here! And you're like, no. No. Bad. And then, um, fucking Call of Duty downloads a 98 gigabyte patch. And you're like, why? 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 Hmm. <laughs> well, fair enough. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's fucking... It's rough out there at these storefronts. Well, it, Can, I am convinced that the Call of Duty like like size thing is to to force other people to not be able to play other games because they won't have enough hard drive. Could you space. could you imagine walking into the Epic brick and mortar store and then as soon as you open the door and walk in, they shut the lights off and 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 pull a curtain behind you and you're just standing in pitch black and they're like hey how can we help you oh man that's really threatening and then you're you're like i can feel the energy of people in this room because when i mouse over these buttons my cursor turns from a regular arrow into a hand so there's things to click on there are people in this dark room and i can feel the draft of wind that implies that the room is pretty big this is a large room with people in it. And oh, that's threatening. someone from at least 10 feet away is saying, hey, welcome to the Epic Game Store. How can I help you? Oh, my God. And I'm standing in the dark. Really? I, just, I just opened up the Epic Game Store again while you were talking to see what you were saying. And take a look at what just happened on my second monitor. That's my whole screen. There you go. It's literally yeah, it just, the tab... <laughs> The tab yeah. for store yeah. is literally the whole screen. Yeah. It's like, I, you can... Like, you, this fucking piece of shit. You could, you could help me by turning the lights on. Nope. All right. I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm going to stumble looking for the handle on the door to walk back out the way I came in. Worse yet is I already have my purchase in hand because I already got Hades and I'm just trying to figure out how to run it. Anyway, um, at the very least, you, you just... You, I just want to play a video game without having to yell that something's a fucking piece of shit. You install that shit with a, the icon to the game directly on your on your computer so that you don't have to go through the store to boot yeah. it up. And I don't know if... You just pretend the store doesn't exist. Is there a web version? Because you, because because no. I'm like, wait. If you can do a web interface, you know, just to completely fucking avoid it, that'd be nice too. <sighs> there is okay. There is a web version, okay. Which is much better designed than the yeah. So fuck the rest. What a fucking stupid piece of shit. Indeed. 
It's the kind of thing where it's like, you know, they're paying for all these exclusives, but by forcing people to use the Epic Store, I can only imagine it is making people actually averse to it because it's terrible. That that was that was what I was I remember getting mad at when, you know, last time I had to use this was just the idea of you're you're buying off like all these copies and these indies are like, yeah, no choice, we got to take the deal. And then you're funneling people into a fucking garbage store where it's like you're not even going to attract people to stick around. You're just hope you're spending money on these exclusives instead of fixing the store. That was the whole argument. It was like take all that yeah. cash you're paying for these exclusives and use it on the fucking store. But like it's the situation. It's like, hey, we got them in the store and then we pelted them with feces making sure that they'll never want to come back. Ever. Yeah. Anyway, so um, I you eventually got it up and running? Yeah, PS3 works. Okay. I got the games installed and they work, so I'll I'll start the plans to uh, put that that uh, content series together. I guess I would call it. Okay. I'm also doing a super giant marathon. Nice, because I was like, I never, I never got more than one hour into Transistor and Pyre. Pyre, I need to go back to. Yes, Pyre is currently uh, my guilt. Is is that I didn't finish Pyre? Uh, there's a whole lot waiting for you. But I was like, "Hey, man, Hades is coming out. Why not? I'll do that." Those good. Those games are. They're good. all winners. They're all winners. The one thing I don't like is that when you go back in time, Bastion has all sorts of fucky PC shit. Where it's like, it don't try and run that game at 4K. Because if you do, the game's like hilarious and unplayable. Mm. Because the 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 Bastion kid is just a super tiny dot. I've only ever played it because the art assets don't scale. Oh, that's no good. Yeah, no, I've only ever played it on yeah. 360. So, yeah, yeah, me too. Honestly, though, it's hard to go back to Bastion with your main attack button being B. Um. What else going on? This dog is fat, needs lots of attention. That's what's going on. Mm-hmm. He's asleep, not uh, three, four feet from me, snoring away. Uh, we sing to him that he is a stinky little fat boy, and he seems to enjoy that. Because he's a stinky little fat boy. I heard that uh, you got hyper combo finished by an X, uh, a, a, a double team X cut. Yeah, that 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 was a comic. That wasn't a real thing that happened. Okay, uh, but it will. Um, the probably the goofiest thing that's occurring with the two pets, the Elmo the cat made of garbage and Zangief the dog made out of poop is that we'll be like hey we're gonna have we're gonna have like uh we're gonna sit down and eat something so we'll you know we'll tie puppy up to the leg of the table or something so that he doesn't run around and pee on a carpet right and uh the cat will come over and sit not six inches from the end of the dog's leash and just sit there 
placid, calm, and stare at a dog who is just desperate to play with cat. And maybe occasionally boop his nose as a form of taunting. It's fucking awful. He's such an animal. As if to say, you are not worthy of my grace. Well, it's as if to say, I can go everywhere in the house because I poop in a box. You have to be constantly watched because you poop on the floor. Okay. Because he's a stinky little fat boy. Also discovered a very bizarre thing. Everyone wants to kiss the dog. Like, random passerbys? Or, like, can I kiss him? And it's like, it's a dog that is not your dog. Mm. Yeah. Some people have no filter on that. They don't, they don't mind. Now, to be fair, his, his nose and jowls are soft and kissy. But it's my dog. So, that's different. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't, like... If you're the, if you're that kind of person, then so be it. But there's definitely something gross about like getting all up in someone else's dog's chops. That yeah, ain't, that ain't that ain't you right. You don't know. You don't know if he's eating pooped like five minutes. You have no earlier. idea what's going on. Yeah. What? I know he's not eating poop, but they don't know that he didn't eat poop. They don't know that I didn't eat poop. Also, nobody knows. Bad owner. Might you don't know if the person's a good or a bad owner, you know? Yeah, I could have been eating the dog's poop and then breathe it on you. Worried about COVID? Get a load of this. <laughs> but it's poop. Where are you gonna? Where are you gonna be? The point I'm trying to make is that I is that you don't know. Where are you gonna be? This is this is why I don't buy used vintage clothes or items. Because I'm terrified that somebody, like, came all over it for fun and then sold it to the Goodwill. You can blacklight, you can just, blacklight just, that. Yeah, I don't want to. Then I'll know. Well, nowadays you can buy new, new clothes that's already pre, looks pre-worn even though oh, it's that's, not. That's horrible. I hate that. That's Jeans have been doing it for years. Yeah, pre-stressed, pre-distressed yeah. jeans or whatever. It always just looks like somebody took a fucking blowtorch, giant, literally cumcock, and sprayed it on the on the knees. There's a whole factory terrible. Like, line that like roughs it up on purpose in a bunch of different ways. Terrible. Make it look like a you're Get a hard worker. Stop coming on my clothes. I want clothes that look like they haven't been cummed on. Is that so much to ask? All right. Um, I, I'll admit I kind of got confused there for a second. Um, you were asking where I'm going to be? <laughs> That's That was the question. All right. Yeah, I'm going to be at twitch.tv slash patstairsat. Uh, I'll do the AWE expansion for Control on Tuesday, Wednesday, and then we'll be doing Bastion starting on Thursday. Um, I was gonna stream Tony Hawk, and then I was like, what am I, stupid? (laughs) Why don't I just play the whole game mute? Oh, fuck. Yeah, that game. And I brought that Mm -hmm. up. 
I brought that up, and someone said, "We'll just turn the music off." And what? Like, Why yeah, would I yeah. Even bother no, playing that. It? Fuck you! Damn it! Oh <laughs> man, that game is ruined by the modern era. Oh shit! Oh, that didn't dawn on me at all. Modern Tony Hawk can't be. You can't do it. And the whole can't do anything. And, with but it. you nope. can't not play with the soundtrack. What the fuck are you doing? You're wasting your time. It's 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 unsettling and awful. Oh Jesus! Oh, by the way, I do have some news for you. Did you see that in Tony Hawk One Plus Two, Bam has died? I didn't. They've removed him from the cover of like uh, American Wasteland. Did they? Yeah. So it's in a and it's in a it's in a, a Bamless universe. Which Bam died as a child or what something. What the fuck is going on with that? They they would probably have had to pay him something for the like the license for the cover. Mm. So they just they just photoshopped. Wait, him so out. is he not? Is he not in the in? No, wait, he was never in one and two. He was in. No, he's he was never in one three and two. onward, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Wait, but why would a picture of him be? Because in the warehouse, there's there's posters for all the other game. Uh, okay, so the including the future. Yeah. Which is its own kind of. Well, that's all kind of time. That's yeah, that's time it. fuckery anyway, right? Why why would we be staring at yeah. future events? And also the the remember the skaters in Tony Hawk One Plus Two? They're all like current age. Yeah. Unless that's to mean that this is not in fact a remake. But it actually. <laughs> Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 plus 2R. Is that what we're talking about? Uh, wait. Oh, no. Wait for the ghosts to appear. Wait for the ghosts to appear. That's, yeah. I I tell you what. I have a Fuck. friend of mine. You know fucking yeah. right? Um, old friend of, uh, of mine yeah. from college. And I've never met anyone in my life. Who's hated someone more that they don't know than the way Fuggins hates Bam Margera. Mm. And it's like, it's so strong that I learned to hate Bam Margera, like, from, from him. And, like, it's almost wholesome. It's all, like, what? fuck what, Bam Margera. What, oh, my what God. What in particular? Just his fucking face and the way he acts and ah, t- uh, uh. that doesn't that Jira. definitely sounds like secondhand hatred. <laughs> that definitely sounds like well, it's coming out of nowhere. Bam Margera reminds me of my. That's brother. fine. There that? you go. Fine. Hey. I've told stories of my dirtbag brother in the past, and people have been like, I wonder what Pat's brother is like. My brother is like Bam Margera. How would your parents react to him coming in and blaring shit in their room in the middle of the night or, like, putting a horse in the driveway? That would not okay. happen. Because the main thing I was looking, my, my dad, if that if that would have happened, my dad would be like, "You're going to stay with your mother." Because what I was looking for is what's the deal with the Bam hatred, and I was looking for, do you see the way he treats his parents? Oh yeah, and, and that's uh, the that's the answer that you're you're expecting. 
And, and they're they're always trapped in this this thing where he's making a lot of money off of being a terrible mm-hmm. son. Um, where like it's funny because there's like a lot of superficial similarities between Tom Green and Bam Margera, particularly the like the pranks they pay, played on their parents. But you never got anything malicious off Tom Green. He's he, it was more that he's actually just lost his fucking mind, whereas Bam is like an asshole. It says a lot that when you go back and watch the old Jackass movies, that the the tricks that they, you know they're all playing jokes on each other, right? They ah, we got slapped by the giant hand, mm-hmm. and you know stuff like that. But Bam's the only one that they're like Bam is terrified of snakes. We're gonna lock him in a room with a defang king cobra until he starts to cry in panic and and nearly shit his pants. Like, they're all, like, very mean-spirited towards Bam Margera. And you couldn't help but be like, yeah, okay, okay, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, would, I would do that to Bam. But if you... If, I would do that if to If you Bam give your mom PTSD, but then buy her a car with the money from the episode, then it's all good, right? No. No, no. it's not. Well, uh, he made a he made a, a living off of bullying his parents, <laughs> and then it's like, okay, do you enjoy getting bullied, Bam? <laughs> uh, I just both him and Tom Green are in the realm of like, like I this this interaction with parents is so alien to me. It's just completely. It's uh all right. It listen, because there's there's the obvious any sense. statement of like what there's the obvious statement of like white kids. And yep, their parents, I, you yada, said yada. it. I didn't say it this time. No, no. I mean, it's 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 a hundred percent accurate. But like Tom Green and Bam Margera are to white people the way white people are to every other parental group that aren't white people. <laughs> Like, that's the jump, right? Like, like, I look at Bam the way that you look at probably the way that I talk to my parents. <sighs> I mean... So I don't... I can't... I literally can't even imagine what Bam looks like to you. Look, uh, how about this? Uh, for some, some, some modern context, there's a, a, a dude that was like a TikTok uh, uh, um, guy. Um, and it's like, he plays pranks on his black parents right <laughs> and so right. and the the types of pranks it t- that you can get into to elicit reactions like think about all that shit right and then what this guy does is he puts on a fake piercing on his face ears nose and and dresses up like a big emo kid and then walks in the kitchen oh, man. and starts singing uh, 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 fucking Lincoln Park or something, and then they just look at him and freak out, and like you just get the dead inside stares of my my son needs Jesus, and that is good enough for the bit, right? That's that that's that's already enough. So this whole fucking yeah. horse in the bedroom shit, or or paintball guns, <laughs> like I just 
It's out of my understanding. It breaks the enclosure. Haha, when dad was asleep, we pushed him into the pool and then shot him with paintballs. It, it breaks the fucking enclosure of my understanding. Because, yeah, like, just dressing slightly weird and, and presenting yourself is bad enough to be like, roll the camera, this is going to be great. Like, I don't know if y'all understand, like, the feeling that you might actually end, have your life ended with a look. Like, the feeling that your soul has been evaporated from your body. Like that fucking, uh, <laughs> like that, that Winnie the Pooh moment where he's sitting and then his, his, his right. ghost soul just floats out of his. Yeah, the Kingdom Hearts soul just flies like, away. That's the look your fucking mom and dad give you, you know? So I can't, I can't understand it. And I don't think I ever will. I think this is a bridge uncrossed. I don't, I don't think you will. If and when you get a child of your own, it'll be fascinating considering the child will have to deal with, I assume, uh, uh, Wooly, will you be that child's black parrot or just regular parrot? Like, are you gonna are you gonna traditional it up? That's fucked up. Or what? That's a fucked up question to ask. Do you realize? Do is you it? realize that's a fucked up question to ask? Oh, it super is. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Let me try that again. Let me try that again. Are you gonna be more like your mother, or are you gonna be more like? You gotta try and tone it down a bit. Um, I think the goal of being a parent is to be the dad that wasn't there. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm starting the baseline from. Well, I mean, if you're starting at that baseline, all you really have to do is literally exactly. Be there. So you've already completed well, that. You know, he he was he did attend and. He still exists. It's not. It's not as bad as other people where you have no idea where he is. I know where he is and what's going on. Mm. It's just there's a, there's just a whole bunch of shit in there that's not great. So you know, yeah. the The plan is the plan is to just hey, what's up? I'm here. Let's do stuff. You know. Um. Yeah. Listen. There will be. Anyway, I don't know. We'll 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 figure that out. Certainly. I'm not, uh... I am so embarrassed. That was a really stupid thing to say. Just, what the fuck? Um, (laughs) But anyway. Anyway. um, My bad, everybody. So what's up with you, man? Uh... Well... Uh, it's, it was, it was a week of, you know, a couple things here and there. Uh, we finished off that Mortal Kombat 11 bit, did the com the commentary on that. Things went pretty smoothly. Uh, revisited some, some old fighters, went back to Injustice 2, which is, you know, uh, appropriate considering all the DC news. I think, uh... Mortal Kombat with the ability to block like a exactly game. exactly so you know went to, went to take a look at that again and um boy the PC version of that thing has some issues that are not great I bet I generally don't have problems running 
PC games. I have a pretty decent computer. It's been fine for everything I've had to ever run so far until this one. And like doing a, a, an auto config, then doing a, a benchmark and seeing shit come out low. And I'm like, how is that possible? And then having to drop settings down to all kinds of lower versions and still running into hiccups. I'm like, this is not, this is not my system. This is the game's problem. Um, all right. So Injustice 2 came out 2017? It came out in the era of WB PC ports being what they are. Okay. So the reason I ask is that Mortal Kombat 11 came out after that, right? Yes. Because that's the newest thing. Okay. Did you try MK11 on your PC? No. Okay. Because I'm wondering if it's just the, the shit they made afterwards. I, I didn't. Just runs like garbage. Uh, but, yeah, I, I'm, I have to assume because, obviously, playing the PS4 version is, is fine. It is what it is. But, like, I've, I've never had a problem with any games ever until this one in terms of, hey, sp- uh, not running smoothly, ch- fuck around with your advanced settings, see what's going on. And much advanced settings fuckery later, um, shit is on low end and it's still causing problems. So I'm like, this is not great. Um, CPU? That's that's the first thing that I, I think I mean, of. maybe I'd have... Is that... I'd have to dig deeper, but I remember the the PC ports of these games were known for being not great for a while. Same thing for the Arkham games, right? Oh, the I don't. Know. So that was uh, uh, not fun to scrape up against right away, uh, you know. But we did manage to get through and, and do some episodes and, and have some parsec matches with people. Um, bit of a weird discussion to figure out too because. That was a case where the game has rollback, but I had to kind of decide whether or not to go with the in-game engine uh, uh, net play or with Parsec, and we opted to go with Parsec because more people can play. You don't, you can just install the program, and grab a controller. Yeah, okay, so that's what that tweet was about. Because I saw you saying, "Hey guys, the reason we're using Parsec for the thing instead of the banana is because of this." And I was like, "What the fuck?" Okay. <laughs> It's easier for yeah, so that's the the whole point is to remove barriers to f- come try the game out with us and like get everyone to on Thursday night just grab your controller, tune into the stream, and whatever we're playing, you can connect with Parsec and play with us. That's that's what I want the goal to be, no matter what. Um, there's a lot of times when I'll be like, hey, I'm popping this game in, and you know, if the person if someone has it, that's cool. But if you don't have it, then you know they're like, I don't know, should I? I don't know what what to expect. But it all, what if I don't get in? And so, like, it's always a little bit iffy. And then second, there's times when you're like, oh, we're playing this game, but it's like, oh, where's the community? Which version should we be even playing? You know? And I grab the one that, uh, 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 you know, where the community is, but somebody is like, ah, fuck, I only own it on something else. And that sucks, too. So, like... It is. There's a whole bunch of weird problems to overcome in addition to the idea of like, well, this game might have rollback and be fine, but there's other stuff to consider here. Uh, I think the way we're going to go for it for now is when we're playing with a guest for glory with like a professional or sort of like competitive learning episode, we're going to go with the in-game stuff to keep it as tight as possible and show off the netcode being good. But 
for for fun, when we're dicking around, just trying to get as many games in with people as possible, we're going to go with Parsec and uh, try to get a, try to get as many people to try out something new as we can. So, I know, I'm pretty sure I've asked you this in the past, but Parsec's delay, mm-hmm. right? But how is it? Com- like, what what would you compare Parsec it to in terms of like delay quality? Parsec's delay quality is about as best as you can get it to the point where. Oh, well, um, nice. communities like Marvel and Sam Show are using it over the in-game netcode. That's so. So, cool. it's very reasonable. It's very, and most people that play it that touched it on Thursday came off of it going, "Hey, that's better than I thought." Right? It's about as good as you're gonna get without going into rollback. That's what's up. So. That's still really yeah. embarrassing. Uh, you mentioned that Sam Show thing in the past, and it's like Jesus. They Christ. literally advertise the program with like a thing, a shot of like Tekken, going like, "Hey, use this when you're playing Tekken. You'll get better results. You won't get as many issues and hiccups, you know." And it's like, "Yeah, man, um, it, it's fucking smooth." Like the the the. To be honest, the biggest issue, if any, is the fact that um, the person who's playing locally always has local advantage. And any mm-hmm. any hiccups that occur are going to occur to the remote player. Just like good old Gears of War. Were, uh, was that migration hosts? Gears of War was every host. It was host advantage, host migration. Everything you could have was for the host. To the point where if you had two evenly matched teams, the, the team with the host on it would win. Nine times out of ten. It was fucking wow. crazy. It was fucking nuts. Yeah. Um, so in, in this case, it, it ends up working out for the stream so that, you know, uh, everything looks pretty tight overall. But every time someone played and I went, hey, how was that? How'd it go? Because I saw they had a high ping. They usually came back in and said, yo, that was pretty solid. You know? Um. It. it well, what's most important is that uh, I mean, if if the if the hiccups all happen on their end, that means you're going to have like a slight advantage, so you can look good. Oh on the fuck stream. yeah, crush him! Sorry, you got bopped. Host advantage. I'm always the host. All right, everybody. Looks come like on we in. dunked on an Evo champion live here on Get Into Fighting Games. Sick. Yeah, sorry, your internet's so garbage. Jeez. Uh, but yeah. Injustice, like you know, uh, was was just uh, that that stuff aside. It was interesting to go back to. Didn't get to touch. I, I I didn't play any of the DLC characters from when they got announced, but it was fun seeing like the Ninja Turtles, um, and uh, Hellboy and stuff like that. Uh, in the end, I I kind of wanted to search for a main because Solomon Grundy, my boy, I. I complain about it every time but he was one of my favorite grapplers ever and he just didn't make the cut at all yeah it sucks his his little rhyming scheme grab combo was amazing. uh and shout outs to uh if you want to know why solomon grundy ruled you can check out uh shout outs to true underdog gaming uh, a friend of mine that does some mortal Kombat content he just put out a video on solomon grundy and like why he was so good as a grappler and it's like he had all the tools and just he it made getting up in your face fun and ridiculous at times um but anyway so i was hunting for someone else to to play and i ended up kind of liking I, at first i heard like oh try out bane he's a grappler he's pretty good and i was like yeah he's all right you know 
but I ended up having an affinity for um, Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing ended up being really cool. And I was also like, oh, yeah, fuck yeah. Alan Moore, Swamp Thing, made it into Injustice. Forgot about that. Rad. So uh, that ended up being pretty cool. And um, uh, shout outs to uh, 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 Warner Brothers for copyright claiming the entire soundtrack of Injustice 2. Uh, so that video is going to take a second before it comes your way because that's a fucking ugh. <sighs> anyway. Um, also, it was weird to look back at the um, the way they implemented the Ninja Turtles was the strangest, but it was just the way the system was. By default, you get a generic turtle. It is not. All right. Already, I'm. It is out. not. It is a non-specific turtle. T- the name of the character is TMNT. What you then must do okay. is go into the customizable variations and and choose the equipment to make Donatello, Leonardo, Raphael, Michelangelo, and save them to different equipment slots. And then That's it's it's yeah, right. And and you know. You go in and you you change the headband and then they get the weapons and everything and the name appears and then it goes Donatello, you know, and the moves change and everything changes. Uh, but you have to equip them as separate variations. Oh, because Injustice Two is the one that has that in depth gear, gear system, system exactly, okay. and like you can really just see how much they fucking didn't care about anything and about the you know the competitive side of things because mk11 eventually went okay here's attorney variation but uh you have to go make it manually yourself and save it in the game otherwise fuck you uh but in injustice 2 they were just like no put on rpg equipment level up it'll change your moves we don't care about your competitive shit we don't give a fuck too bad um very weird but you you go in and then you 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 set them up and then by changing the headbands and the, and the weapons you get you get all three of the four turtles because there's only three variation slots so you can't even cycle through all of them without going back and changing really? one out because there's only three variations per character. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. Just it's such an inconvenience for nothing and it takes like it takes like two minutes to go in and do but it's just like oh come on you know just just like what i'm what okay okay so i'm i'm what am i wrong about here something probably you can unlock a fourth slot is that what is that what it is I didn't know that. Okay. I didn't know that you could do that. You could unlock a fourth slot and then put them all in there. Okay. Well, that's nice. I don't know what the requirements are for unlocking. Uh, I kind of bought the game with its content and went into it like that straight. I... Well, don't don't you know you got to work at your fighting games to, to get them to the... Well, You know, it's funny. I remember back... When SF4 came out, everybody was arguing about unlockables. Mm-hmm. And when the Super Street Fighter 4 came out, everyone's like, I can't believe you don't have to unlock the characters. What's even the point? And now I'm just tired and I want everything. Well, to be it's not just that. 
it's not just that it's not just tiredness if the slots are locked that doesn't improve the that like that that's not okay as as a counterpoint to what i'm saying here the slots being unlockable is is still a thing where you're like okay i'm imagining of course Wooly's going to go into the competitive world you have eight copies of the game running at a tournament you want to pop them all in needing progression saves like that always sucks it's nice when you don't have to worry about that kind of thing um it is i think it's dumb to have slots unlockable that shouldn't be the way that works but i also think it's dumb to have equipment in, as the system in general at the very least i think you should just have a a, 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 a the way that mortal Kombat 10 did it where it's like variation one two three done if you're gonna do this then do that i remember but have it set i remember watching uh i remember watching this thing where you know because the injustice series has a million quotes that's you know start quotes and I was watching a compilation of them and like it would cycle through all these characters and they were all just covered in this just bullshit. Like none of them had real designs. <laughs> they were all just like, here's Aquaman, but now he's got a fucking robot helmet and it looked fucking terrible. I, um, I mean, look, it, it, it's, it's, if you're, if you grab the game, like, and just play through it solo, like, most people that bought the game did i you know this is uh this is not necessarily a problem you're going to run into but if you're playing locals or if you're playing a, a tournament or if you're doing anything in terms of just like getting a setup going it adds some cumbersome stuff that doesn't need to be there you know but um in any case uh the uh going back to it was interesting uh i did like um yeah, like I said, I liked the feeling of of uh, how they played, and I and I liked I liked um, uh, 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 Hellboy too. Seemed pretty all right, but just going back to Injustice now, it, it, it's so kind of strange to see how nutty they allowed that game to be, and then how Mortal Kombat Eleven now shaped out, uh, where they just kind of like changed some dra- design decisions drastically, you know. Um, and of course, the fact that they're like always willing to let a block button return to mk because it's tradition but in injustice it's the it's you it's you hold the opposite side it's almost a weird way of being like we know the block button is just a little extra thing but it's too late we're stuck with it it's classic yeah i think so Uh, i think that's kind of what's going on um but yeah anyway no uh uh for the for the for the, the the extra unlockable stuff and, and the progression based things in the game, yeah. Sorry, I didn't I didn't know about any of that stuff, but yeah, I, I'm definitely someone who is like, hey, the way to handle this is like Shovel Knight Showdown. You have a nice little temp unlock or a permanent one, depending on how you want to handle this, and uh, we just get right to what's good about the game, you know, showing it off and stuff. Um, so we did that. Then I wanted to go play some fucking poverty ass. Uh, grown ass men dressed as Toho character shit, and it didn't work. Okay, wait, don't worry uh, about it. It'll show up again. But I went to. There was a right. game that was. Imagine it was a. It was. It's. It's your dong dong like, except everyone's dressed as Toho. All. What's Toho again? Is that the shooter? It's with the, the little, little girls schmuppin. Yeah. And okay. um, it didn't work. So you know, for whatever reasons, perhaps Providence. We had to move on. So instead, um, I, I booted back up Punch Planet 
because that game recently had a little graphical update and a balance update. But, Wooly, that's not poverty it's not. at all. In fact, it's really good. And the team reached out to give some codes out. So we went to back to visit that. And yeah, man, just in case y'all forgot, Punch Planet still rules. It's still got rollback. Has good Still code, got right? rollback. GGPO. And uh, it's gorgeous. And it's got some of the best fucking character designs that ever. Game looks dope. You got a fucking dog. It just talks. It's like, hey, I'm a dog. I really, I really like that. I re- it's funny because it has all these great designs, and I'm particular. I'm partial to H and G, which I'm sure you are. As Tyra, well. Tiara, common right? Tiara is my my main for life. But, but like one of my favorite characters in that game is yes. Boy, because he's he is the most generic character I have ever seen. And yet, in the Punch Planet art style, he still manages to look pretty rad. Tired cop man. I got my jacket and... S- it's almost like a Bruce Willis... Yeah, like yeah. Thing. I got my jacket and I got my smokes. Leave me alone. Absolutely. And I have a gun. Um, But yeah, Tiara is the snoo snoo queen. God, I forgot the dog's name. Dog's name is Dog. Dog's name is Dog. Agent G sits there and does... Captain Commando Sentai poses, you know, um, game rules. It's great. And there's two more characters down beneath, and their silhouettes are power silhouettes. You know, when you see an outline for a character, and you're like, "That's that's a power shape." You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, oh yeah, I'm looking at the character select, and the one on the bottom right is clearly holding their arm up. Something going place. on there. You know, whatever it is. Um. So yeah, just just a reminder that that Punch Planet exists and still rules. Um. And uh, yeah, that uh, you know, that pretty much that's all I really did. Um, I mean, I did a bunch of other stuff, working on things that are you know eventually going to be available and announced. Still working on your secret always, projects. Always. Um, takes a lot. Takes a lot. But. Um, hey, something that uh, just popped up was uh, the the triathlon video is is up and available uh, and has been memed to shit uh, as to be expected. You guys can uh, can go check that out at the moment. Uh, some some fun stuff in there. That was the saying you're a victim of memes. Well, uh, and to be fair, little V's editing was to kind of maximize that. So. Um, yeah, up on Wooly Versus now. You can go check it out. We're continuing with Tsushima. Um, I unlocked. Hey, Ryuzo's a bitch, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's, ooh, he pissed me off strong. I got mad. It, it, he's, um, a lit- he's like the ancient Japanese samurai equivalent of a scrub quote. It's kind of interesting seeing him turn into a bitch and then getting slow implications so far that, hey, maybe, you know, your bitch dad might have been less bitch, you know, but we'll have to see because I don't know yet. So that you're talking about the, 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 the ride with the old lady? Ride with the old lady, yeah. Dude, that, that conversation and her question is the best one in the entire game. It felt really good. She's just telling you about like these, like, hey, your uncle and your dad. And she's like, oh, your dad? Your dad was a crazy guy. He would have thought that the ghost was baller. And you're like, oh, what? Yeah. But, but let's, uh, 
I'm not gonna not to get into any spoilers for people, but that was a really good quest line. But I Uncle enjoyed. Says. Um, and and uh, yeah, everything difficulties. Uh, they're like, okay, combat's real now. You got to fight them. You got to fight them. Them samurais that are like, yo, we're here too, and we can deflect your deflections. You mean the samurais that are like, do you know what I love more than Japan? Money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yes, I've unlocked the second of the, uh, the, the gifts, the, the achievements in the big old influencer box. <laughs> uh, and, uh, that will be revealed in the upcoming episodes as well. Although you, if you saw my tweets, you might've seen, seen what it is already. Um, it's, it's the fucking mask. They, they just, they give you the mask. Oh, cool. You know? You know what's weird about that game? Like, really weird? Mm. How they don't give you the mask. Like, that game, you, you are like super deep into that game before you get the armor you're wearing on the box. Hmm. It's really weird. I kind of like it. There we go. Hmm? What's going on? Just uh, for the for the visual, there's a yeah, it's the actual fucking mask, you know, pretty slick. Oh, sick! Can probably uh, put a surgical mask under that and rock it outside too. And people think you're cool. You. Hey, there was a dude now walking around Montreal. They won't think you're. Cool. <laughs> there's a dude walking around Montreal with a plague mask, like with the big fucking nose. And everything. I mean, well, so, there's, there's guys walking around Montreal right now dressed as fucking Spider-Man. Like, uh, you can mean anything. There's all sorts um, of dum-dums. There's all sorts of dum-dums. Uh, but you can find uh, this type of dum-dum over on Wooly Versus. Playing through Tsushima. Playing through Paper Mario. Um, playing through Halo Reach. And, um, yeah, the... We had our, our, our Jenga video, and then the triathlon went up, and it was a good time. So check that all out. Wooly versus on YouTube. Wooly versus on Twitch. Okay. Uh, so let's take a quick word from our sponsors. Let's do that. This week... Castle Super Beast is sponsored by DoorDash. Hey, DoorDash, and, what's up? Uh, you know what's up. Uh, DoorDash is bringing what you want to eat straight to you, and they're doing it safely, and they're doing it really quick, and you're just pressing a couple buttons, and then you're getting your food. You I know the deal? Story. I ordered Hit DoorDash me. this week. Okay. My food was a little late because the Wi-Fi was screwy at the restaurant. So, like, it looked like the car wasn't going anywhere. You know, that kind of thing. And okay. so I, I was like, hey, DoorDash, do you know where my food is? And they were like, Patrick, you are a very valued customer and we love you. And you hold on just one second. And I'm like, oh, okay. And they're like, I see you are a valued customer and I will give you a big refund and also... 
also, here's a $20 thing because you are important and you deserve it. You are the best customer I have had all day. And I'm like, oh, okay. And they're like, thank you so much. And then all caps, Patrick, you were great. And I was like, oh, okay. Damn. So their customer service is really nice. Really nice. Did you feel good? I felt good. a little I felt a little pretty, I'll be honest. There you go. There you go. So that's that's great. And uh, you know, as 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 we know, they're out there um supporting restaurants in the city, keeping everything open. Uh you guys can order from like over three hundred thousand partners in the US, Puerto Rico, Canada, Australia. All your local go-tos, all your favorite chains, they're, they're on there. You got tons of choices, and it's super easy to just open up the app, choose what you want to eat, and have the contactless delivery option. Drop the food off right at your front door. Um, so yeah, get in on it. Real simple. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code CASTLE. That's $5 off your order and zero delivery fees uh, on your first order um, when you download the DoorDash app and enter code CASTLE. Don't forget, code CASTLE for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. Thank you, DoorDash. Thank you, DoorDash. We've also got a new sponsor this week. Oh my goodness. Anticipation. Who could it be? This week, Castle Super Beast is sponsored by Fubo TV. So, this is a service that you've got. If you're somebody who uh, knows that cutting the cord on TV is the way to go because you know, that's you, you, you on demand is what it's all about, but you still want to catch live at the same as well. You want the option to catch live and you want the option to have on demand. Uh, Fubo TV is here to help you solve that problem with the best of both worlds. Um, it's pretty much everything you're looking for in one place for less than the cost of cable uh, over a hundred channels, cloud DVR, no hidden fees, stream shows that you want to watch to your TV or any smart device, including um, sports, which is big push on their website because God damn it, sports they have a comprehensive sports package. Sports is how the cable people get you usually. You're like, I want you some love sports, sp- but the only you way to love get it sports. I love sports, and it you always are a consumer. Me. At how much I how much sports I can't get unless I use cable. But are you telling me that using Fubo TV I'll be able to get the sports that I need? You'll get all the sports you need, and and you'll get them uh, live. It'll be perfect. You won't have to worry about any of the 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 awful cable troubles. You can just put that past behind you and uh, get into it with you know. All, all the sports you'd like. You got live events. And then, of course, you've got the DVR and you've got on demand. It's, it's great. There's no risk to try it out. You can get full access to Fubo TV for seven days for free. Um, so, right now, 
Fubo TV is offering our listeners seven days free uh, as a trial and 15% off your first month by going to FuboTV.com slash SuperBeast. There are no contracts and you can cancel anytime. Go to FuboTV.com slash SuperBeast for 15% off your first month and a free trial. That's FuboTV.com slash SuperBeast. Thanks, Fubo TV. Thank you, Fubo TV. So, uh, Gamescom. <sighs> yeah. Is that is that the sound of Gamescom? That is the sound of Gamescom. There's some stuff. Was there? Did you watch it? <laughs> I did my post roundup as as it were. Yeah, that's what but- I thought. That's what I thought you didn't watch it. <laughs> yeah. No. You got the good version. Uh that's my version all the time. But let's start out though before we get into that. There's there's a whole lot of Gamescom bits and pieces that we can crack open. Um but there's there's you know we got we got to get to the, the the good bits like the Ford Gamer car that no did one you, can buy and isn't made for human driving. Did you like the Ford Gamer car? I thought the funniest thing about the Ford Gamer car was that it's this future car, and then it has the ugliest fuck Ford logo just slapped to the front of it to make it look like an actual piece of shit. Even if you like that design, look, it's it's Ford Gamer car. That's fine and dandy, but. My gamer car is the fucking PS1 truck, and I'm still waiting on that. I want that PS1 polygonal ass truck to exist already so that we can just hurry up and live in a video game world. Oh, can world. we get it painted like it's got pixels on it? I would love that. Yes. I actually want the black lines on the seams to be like non-sharp lines. Absolutely. <laughs> Give me my Cybertruck. Uh, anyway. No, I was going to say that there's a little bit of a uh, uh, little bit of news besides Gamescom. One was of there? which a little bit. Uh, one of which was the discovery of, uh, little did we know, of the secret evil underground organization known as Umbra. Oh, you already saw it. Damn it. We did not know. I was know hoping to get your live reaction. About Umbra. And... The fact that Umbra is actually beneath most of the civil social unrest um, and their ideologies don't matter. They just, uh, they're no good. They tell you they're for anti-corruption and equality, but they're actually just terrorists. And uh, you can recognize the the trademark Umbra symbol, uh, the raised black fist, as the... The icon of Umbra. Hail Umbra. 
is, now, Wooly, is really the energy that they're bringing. But how do we stop them? Well, this is what's really important. So we have our deniable ops, our CIA man, such as Sam Fisher, who you know is good to go for whatever the government tells him. But more than that, we're not going to beat Umber by playing by the rules, Wooly. We're going to need to go extra legal and invite cartel members and terrorists to stop the evil that is Umbra because it's just so, that important. Good and bad people alike need to be brought on board so that we have a, a, a takes-no-shit team to deal with these revolutionaries that are actually just evil they're out to destroy the world order and bring in a new worse world order so let's get some some real good heroes and some criminals let's arm bad criminals let's get some criminals and some heroes and let's arm them and put them on the same team and send them out there to stop the big, the big fist in the sky. The evil organization that is ru- so. Wooly, we have to. Remember, Dude, okay, this this is really important. Wait, wait, wait. Before we go further, okay. It's not just that these this Umbra organization is committing terror acts that are causing innocent lives and trying to upend the world order. No, no, no. They are also using social media to discredit world leaders. This is true. That's social just media, as important. Social media is making the Umbra cause viral. And that's bad because it's that's affecting bad. minds and hearts. We need our gun criminals to go in there and defeat minds and hearts with by winning guns. the people over with our guns. <laughs> Hey, okay, so let's put a pin right there, all right? And let's just step back to any conversation we've had about me talking about the games industry and projects that I've worked on. Mm-hmm. And in general, we, we, we know a thing or two. I would say you, you understand a thing or two about the, the games industry, I have Maybe? followed and known enough people in the games biz, and I would consider myself now part of the games biz, to know a little bit about how things are made. Okay. I won't ask you what you classify yourself as, but you definitely Influencer. can answer. Well. Obviously. In your estimation, about how long does the average current day Ubisoft game take to make? Long time. Um, depending. Uh, this is a mobile game, so it's probably a little less. But for the average Ubisoft game takes between one and three years. Mm-hmm. Maybe four if it's an important one. Would you definitely say, then, it takes more than just the months of 2020? Yes. In fact, this game was announced back in June of last year. I even have a, a, a promo screenshot of it Okay, uh, from an article on June 10th right now. Okay. 
And it's just so, got a bunch of Rainbow Six characters and Sam Fisher's looking at each other. So how many meetings do you think occurred between, I don't know, let's just arbitrarily say George Floyd and now mm-hmm. that had a bunch of people talking it over, possibly sweating, and then going, nah, let it rock. So you're uh, you're obviously a lot more in tune with uh, internal politics of a game industry place and, you know, meetings and whatnot. My personal guess is one. People brought it up and the person whose ability to say, nah, let it ride, said, let it ride. And then the second time it got brought up, the statement was, I said, let it ride. That is possible. Who knows? I would assume more than one, personally. But it has been brought to my attention, because here's the other thing now. I don't really know about the bad guys in recent Tom Clancy games. Mm -hmm. But it's been brought to my attention that apparently for the last couple they've kind of been going for like no real cause no real purpose just sort of terrorists for the sake of terror without an attachment thing for all the plausible deniability in the world in wildlands it's i want to say uh a fucking foreign government that's bad okay so I did, and I don't know uh, 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 because I didn't go through it, but I saw implication that... Um, no, sorry. it's In Wildlands, it's Bolivia is taken over by a Mexican drug cartel. Okay. What's the one where you're in New York and everything's fucked up? The Division? The Division. I heard that that one was um, against non-specific people that are kind of vaguely climate change people. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Wooly. In the division, the first people you shoot are looters. I'm using air quotes okay. here, wearing a bunch of hoodies. Okay. Um and the first mission in the game is food drops have landed in this section of the city. You have to stop looters from getting them because we need them. So you go and shoot all the people trying to eat. And then the second enemy faction is a public workers union that have, has gone crazy and turned genocidal because their union is a cult. Okay. And then in the uh, second game, it's about the American Civil War in modern day in Washington, D.C. And it turns out that the division may in fact actually be the evil faction. Okay. Well. Um, listen, there is obviously something here that is clear that is this game was not uh, uh, we're talking about we're, uh, uh, we're talking about the Tom Can- Tom Clancy's Elite Squad which had uh, the elites the intro uh, played where we saw all this stuff that we're talking about for the game mm-hmm. obviously the game was not written in fucking February right it also obviously wasn't the- written in the United States it's a French game N- French game right definitely like Paris France game 
But like, and sometimes, as we know, video games happen to just land two on the money. Uh, ask Hideo Kojima about that. Mm-hmm. No, I don't <laughs> want to. It well, seems it's right. So all all coincidences uh, uh, in in place. It just seems kind of nuts to not expect there to be some kind of feelings about the trailer here's for this here's game the thing, it's not right? even on a level of like here's what you should or should not have done it's how did you expect people to react here did so, you not expect there to be anything coming up here's because the they did a come they apologized and they, they said they're removing the black the fist. fist they're removing the fist um and you know for there's people that are like man there's nothing wrong with that fuck it it's fine anyway and it's like okay that's what you that's what you feel but it definitely is something where like the company like the people whose job the hr department whose job it is to like stop this further bad light from shining on a company that's already been uh, i believe the word is embattled this year from looking extra negative and uh well it was already pretty rough with everything coming out about ubisoft this is just a little extra like hey reminder what the fuck what the fuck we didn't pay attention to this we didn't think this was gonna be a big deal i feel like that that train of thought is almost giving ubisoft in particular and i want to bring ubisoft specifically to task for this uh I was making fun of the day that I saw this trailer. I was making fun of the Activision devs because, uh, sure enough, they put out an interview where they talk about having Ronald Reagan in their game doesn't mean anything. Oh, yeah, we can, we can, <laughs> we can, we can talk about World at, uh, at Cold War because that's right? that's a trailer too, right? And, and I'm and like I'm Ronald watching. Reagan is there being like I'm the hero that enabled the other Black Ops games and I'm so cool. And I'm watching I'm that like, trailer and I'm like, damn, that looks exactly like him. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm like, uh, press nothing to let the CIA ravage the hood with crack yeah, to pre- fund foreign press wars. F to ignore the AIDS crisis <laughs> is my other favorite just, one. Just leave um, it alone. Right? So that I was I was like making fun of that pretty much all day. Because it's like it's it's the most absurd it's ever been, right? And then around, I don't know, like 6, 7 p.m., like, I, I saw people talking about this this Ghost Recon Elite Squad thing. I'm like, how bad? Wow! <laughs> Out of my way, Call of Duty! <laughs> <laughs> like, who gives a shit anymore? <laughs> right? <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here! <laughs> You got knocked <laughs> off the front page, and so I, I, I the, my first thing is I go, oh, yeah. When was Reagan? This made? Reagan is Reagan is old news. That's uh, right. you know. When was this made? Yeah. All right. So this is a, a game that's been in development for over a year. Okay. It can't. It literally can't be about the George Floyd slash Breonna Taylor stuff and the COVID. It can't be the time. It doesn't make sense. The timing doesn't it makes make no work. sense. Of course right? not. That's ridiculous. And it's made by French people in France. So it's not an American team either. So the natural benefit of the doubt feeling is like, wow, 
they do a lot of Tom Clancy stuff, and the Tom Clancy stuff does hedge really like authoritarian military by its brand, right? So they really just accidentally whatever, and then they just were dumbasses and didn't fix it when life started changing around them, right? I think that is way, way too much of a benefit of the doubt. Because it is a French game. Do you know what France fucking loves? Huge riots. France loves dudes on the street fighting cops with batons riots. That is a cultural staple of France. That is absolutely likely what they're bringing that protest plot thing from. Because France is a fucking protest riot country. They've got a long history of it. They killed all the royals. Then they killed all the people who killed all the royals. It's a whole fucking thing. Yeah, heads rolled. But this is the... Number okay. two, and this is the important thing, is that you look at the evil uh, evil shadow organization, literally shadow organization, Umbra means shadow, and it has a big black fist, and you go, wow, that's crazy, but it can't be about George or, or Brianna, right? But Ferguson was 2014. That was a long time ago. And civil unrest over the going-ons in regards to BLM down in the States has been a, a, a constant for like 10 years. The the oh. idea that they're yeah that okay okay they okay didn't put yeah this yeah shit yeah, yeah, in yeah on yeah. purpose is absurd no 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 it, it is it is absolutely that at the time of writing a couple years ago reading the future a little bit and going well the enemies of order here needs are are the are the villains and this is what uh, uh yeah. um. You know, this is the this is where we're going, right? This is what makes sense, and this is how you have a homegrown enemy that's even scarier than a foreign one. Yeah, right. Uh, that's that's the whole thing. Um, but like <laughs> again, I, I, it, it's coming from it's coming from that place for sure. But it's just one of those things where like sometimes you're a little too on the nose with anything you're making in this industry, and in this yeah. particular case. The fact that, like, no one would, like, even just take the route of the path of least resistance on this and be like, you know what? Let's just be dumb and crazy and just go overboard and say, nope, we're gonna, we're gonna throw in all the white zombies to the front of that Resident Evil 5 trailer. Yeah. We're we're going to just we're going to go over the top with with correction on it, it and just, just assume it's so overt and the idea that no one said anything that I have to believe that at least part of it is intentional. I mean, the funny the thing that made me laugh the hardest watching that trailer was not the hilariously actual the actual black fist coming up and like raising in the in the goddamn graphic. It was that the name of the group is Umbra. Th- that is, like, I don't know how good people's Latin is, but, like, Umbra means shadow, but it's also the blackest mm-hmm. part of a shadow. Mm-hmm. And it's a synonym for other Latin words that mean black, that if you were to call your group that, people would go crazy. So it's not even, it's not even, ah, the fun words, yes, the fun, the fun branch of, 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 of language. Uh, to me, it was, it's not that. 
to me, it's the narration uh, where you're looking at them and the narrator is basically like, yeah, these are anarchists. They're taking advantage of escalating civil unrest to generate more chaos and weaken governments. Like, it's one of those things where it's just like, I... Ooh, how did your HR department <laughs> just how did they let it rock? I don't know. It's it's wild. It's it's wild. But here we are and they're like, "Yeah, we we're sorry about that. We're changing the fist." Uh it is what it is. Um I need to and, find you know, a screenshot from the Division's uh Division 2, which is the game they said wasn't political. Right, like, mm-hmm. uh, and it was like I didn't. Division two doesn't mean anything, despite it being about the civil war in the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a fucking oh, here it is. I found it. Uh, they said it's dude. It's not political. It's not about anything. It's it's not pushing a message at all. And mm-hmm. here is a real screenshot from the opening fucking. Uh, where is it? With no police to protect you. All right. This is literally the first 30 seconds of the game, Wolves. I would like you to describe what you see. (laughs) Did you own a gun? And it's a picture of a gun. A giant screen-filling gun. (laughs) Um, look, I, I mean, here's the thing, right? Uh... You definitely, you definitely can, can, cause I've seen people going to the extremes about like, you know, talking about like, hey man, uh, these games appeal to a certain type of person and they know their audience and they know, they, they know. Mm-hmm. Before, before you, here's the follow up to okay. that question. Did you own a gun? <laughs> Did you neighbor? No, did your neighbor? Did your neighbor own a gun? And it's oh, like, someone, yeah, it's, they're they're yeah. fighting over over supplies, and it's over. Like, right, 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 right. Okay, you guys lie. You lie. So, right. So so there's like you know there's I think there's uh, an over extreme argument about like you know the the um the go it's talking about like the types of. Uh, audiences that this plays towards and you know the people that are like you know uh, uh uh thrilled with with that kind of trailer and 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 that kind of bad guy right and i think that's a that's a bit of an over exaggeration because it's like hey man like i've played fucking i played i've now can say i've played a, a military shooter or two yeah i played spec ops i thought that was a fun time there there and is I know- there is an appeal to what i would call like military fetishism like there is to like medieval fetishism or something like and no. you don't have to exclusively lock that uh to a fucking boog boy or something you know what i mean yeah. like you don't got to go down that road that's an that's a, a an extreme exaggeration um uh, however uh, there is absolutely a line that, like, c- companies like Ubisoft, as you just pointed out, love to ride on, which is definitely a, like, hey, is that what I think it is? And then they're like, no, 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 it's about nothing. It's not, there's nothing here. Apolitical. It's not, it's not about, you know, uh, uh, fuck anything in particular. It's just about fuck that general energy you know and you're like you're keeping it vague enough that that you have plausible deniability if anyone points at any one part and goes what's up with that but you know what you want the energy to be 
Yeah. And you put cl- that in the and game. You know what kind of energy you want to cater to and what kind of like, oh man, what 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 do you want people to think is cool? Do you does the idea of getting Sam Fisher and a bunch of terrorists to light up a protest line give you a chub? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> like <sighs> if you know. so, we got a loot box for you, motherfucker. Well, here's what's up, right? Once the game comes out, I'm sure you will see within within 20 seconds, maybe even 45, um, you will see, like, the protest and or the Umbra, whatever, and then you'll see a secret, like, back alley group of people, like, just beat an old lady down. And then, like, shoot her and her dog, yeah. and then, like, uh, 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 take her money, and then hide, they kick the body behind a dumpster, and then join the protest. So here's the thing. I don't know, man. And one they're going to the be, weirdest, like, orders from on high, you know? One of the weirdest things about The Division is that the dudes that were looting the food at the very beginning, like, they don't do anything before the game tells you to shoot them. Like they're literally scavenging for food, and your, so you your think guy they comes won't the even piece and goes kill them. They're stealing. So you think they won't even throw in a kitten test, dude? I all I'm saying is that they have not bothered to in the past. Also, I want to give a big shout out to Foxcade, who is a funny guy and also a smart yeah. guy, for digging through old articles. To find the gem that I just sent to you from August 9th, 2019, from the last interview with the Call of Duty devs that sums up this whole thing perfectly. Infinity Ward says modern warfare isn't political. Developers developers want to examine topics like colonialism, proxy wars, and power imbalance in a totally non-political way. I mean, I mean, doesn't it actually like as in as much as uh, you chortled to get um, fucking uh, Call of Duty out of the way? um, Is that know your history campaign moment not the full emblematic microcosm of of this entire energy? It's like softs are more consistent and more outrageous, but like the 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 the. The the Reagan shit is just like the fucking audacity. Well, so the audacity world history that you would bother to lie to me about this. Are you kidding me, dude? World history is hilarious because, like I said, it's just one of these things where you're looking at a very clear series of games for a longest while where they're like, "Look, man, World War One and Two existed, World War Two existed, and that is as black and white perfect for video games as you can get because." These Them Nazis are, bad. We were good. are the worst, but also they have very different equipment and guns from us. Totally do. So we can have two teams set up perfectly against each other. Axis versus Cal allies. It's not the same as the MG42. Axis versus allies, good to go forever. And you then you have to start moving forward in time. Yeah. And then you have to start pretending that clearly modern conflicts and political things are not political at all they're just as one-sided man and so you have to have a giant 
billion dollar company sitting there giving answers that David Cage would give when asked what his robot game is about. The game is called Call of Duty Cold War. The Cold War. You mean the war that was nothing but proxy wars and ideological conflict between governing nations and 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 proxy dictators? Are you, are you fucking are you fucking kidding me with this shit? Are you are you fucking for real? How fucking sick would it be if an organization pops up called Umbra that starts making moves <laughs> in real life? You know after this me of, point, actually, do you do you remember Archer season? I think three or four, where um, Mallory ISIS is like complaining about how they're removing the ISIS logo. Yeah, ISIS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, and it was like because at the, t- the the their spy organization was called ISIS, and then ISIS fucking happened, and mm-hmm. then they're writing the new season, and they're like, "Man, this shit is not funny anymore." Like it's just it's like, weird. It's definitely weird, and like, I mean, um, um, and it's one of those things where, like, yeah, from season one, they were they they had that there, you know, uh. But and like and I know that like uh, for a while there was that I like ISIS or ISIL mm-hmm. was like uh, being used either way, um, but yeah, it definitely no longer is the goddess in ancient Egypt anymore. That that's ah, gone. Com- that shit is gone completely. You know. Um. Anyway, yeah, that's just a, and it's like and it's like it's not even like any relevant thing it just happens to be uh the, the the wrong acronym and now that god's pr campaign is fucked forever you know what the best part about all this elite squad shit is mm. is that i did see some people say that they downloaded it to try it and the game's a piece of shit and won't load or work properly for most of them damn well if you do get it working and or boot this up and play it do let me know from start to umbra kicks a puppy right in the scrote i i want to know i want to know how fast it happens and how loudly the dog yips as your main character squad zooms in on the puppy being kicked i i want to know uh how many uh uh microtransaction turns it takes before sam fisher says the tear gas ain't cutting it, and we need to kick up <laughs> to live ammunition to really give it to Umbra. Uh, yeah, let's find out. Let's get the countdown to find out. Like, is Willie Pete ever a discussion that occurs? Who knows? Um, here's the other thing. What's the countdown to? What's the countdown to um, Umbra like fucking offing an old lady and and, and kicking her her puppy? Or what is the countdown to the criminals we have on our team are just criminals of circumstance, but what they did, any normal person decent so would have done. So that's not going to happen because the criminals on the team are like fucking uh, Tom Clancy villains. Okay. And Tom Clancy villains are like gang members or terrorists or cartel members. There's absolutely no in right. between. Like the one of the funniest things is that there's a there's a I think she's Brazilian one of the Rainbow Six operators, uh, I think her name is Cavera. 
Uh, I forget. She's the the woman with the skull mask, like the skull okay. paint. Okay. Um, the idea that that character would like coexist with a cartel member for more than one second is so ridiculous. So the idea is like, well, this New World Order protest group has to be worth. It has to be more dangerous than even your most mortal enemies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The unifying threat. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. End of days as we know it. Umbra. It really is the extra fucking icing layer of, and so we sent in the criminals to do the good guy's job. We sent in the suicide squad to deal with, you know. When they when they say like we're not going to win this playing by the rules, it's like ten dudes in a boardroom looking at a screen of terrorists, <laughs> going, "Which one do we send, guys?" <sighs> and it's like I don't I don't think even in the most peaceful of times that would have played correctly. Yeah, like it, like more than anything, I guess if I want to sum it up. Like my feelings towards like Activision and uh, Call of Duty and and Ubisoft is that it's so tiring when they're like we're not trying to say anything and it's like I think everyone knows exactly what you're trying to say you're just too embarrassed to actually say it. It would be more, it would be less tiring if you just came out and said it. I'd say that's that's on point. I also have a second thought, distant though it may be, is that I kind of have a a wistful nostalgia for something that never happened. I'm I'm yearning for the days where this news story (laughs) would have not been that the trailer came out, but where the days where this news story would have been uh, a number, a group of about 30 to 50 protesters in the middle of a real march Turns out they were actually a paid flash mob to advertise oh Elite Squad were, oh <laughs> were marching oh, just alongside. Wait. <laughs> just wait. Just wait. Just wait. They were paid advertisers marching alongside the real protest and they were saying hail Umbra on their signs and no one quite knew what they were talking about, but it was conspicuous when the camera crew came up and started filming them. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, we're not that far away from that, are we? And then it's reported on mainstream news and then they're like, hey, yo, yeah, we didn't. Sorry, guys. It, you know... Sorry that uh, as they were being chased away and or arrested, they shouted, available in stores September 18th, before they got shoved in the back of a van. <laughs> I'm, 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 you know, I'm, I'm, I'm mournful of those days being gone because that's the version of this story that I feel in my heart. Yeah. The, the flash mob for hire. The uh, the fake uh, the fake Christian protest against Dante's Inferno is the one that always st- uh, stems in my dude. Head. I didn't even know that happened. Oh, you didn't? No. What is it that? Was a fake Christian protest that EA hired to campaign outside of E3 the years Dante's Inferno got announced. Incredible, incredible. Yeah, 
And like, I want to see a list. I want to see those protesters like from a casting sheet, you know, a nice, perfect representation of everybody, all creeds, colors, races, and sizes. And, uh, you know, just doing that, doing that, uh, uh, that Kylie Jenner Coke walk, you know, through the protest. I don't know why she's, she's staying at home. Why doesn't she just give the, the, the police a Coke and, or a Pepsi? Was it a Pepsi? I don't even. Was why it a Coke? She could just give them that and we, then we can pack this shit up and, and go home. <laughs> this is really all Kylie Jenner's fault. Ubi, that's a free marketing campaign. If you haven't cashed it in already, what are you doing? I'm available all day. That's woolly marketing right there. Um, so I felt like I was losing my mind <laughs> watching that trailer. I thought I was being goofed on. <laughs> like the sound, the sound of pushing Call of Duty out of the way was, was fucking. <laughs> Get out of here who even cares uh, yeah. my, so my favorite my favorite experience uh, from Elite Squad and it was really genuinely a joy to, to experience was I vaguely posted about it I did not say the Elite Squad trailer I was like oh my god Ubisoft what the fuck are you doing yada yada and then I got to watch my mentions because my mentions then decided to what are you talking about and then 10 minutes later, they became, oh, God. <laughs> like, Pat, how bad could it be? Oh, my God. Just, like, 10 times. Just getting to see just the live, just... <gasps> yeah. Yeah. You know. And, and... <laughs> Whatever you want to fucking argue about, you know about political unrest is ubisoft's take really the one you want to hear need hey need i remind uh, anyone who didn't watch me cover gamescom they played the trailer for hyperscape yeah and all i had to say about hyperscape was i wonder how many people that worked on this will have to be fired before it's released because they are rapists that game that company hmm hmm you know, when you think about it, aren't Umbra, aren't they really just the kids from Watch Dogs 2? Yeah. <laughs> Are you not just going in and lighting up the protagonists well, Ubi, Ubi from the game that they just like? Like, is Watch Dogs 2 not entirely the energy of... The fucking anarchists yeah, rising up. Let's go. The government's gone too far. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta fucking uh, do something about it. We gotta use our robots and our. Uh, our Aren't they just? Isn't it just dead to sec? Fuck up uh, shit on social media. Umbra's just dead sec. They're just they're sending in the 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 the, the elite squad to shoot the evil uh, 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 anarchists. Yeah, they're sending in the fucking Rainbow Six like attack ops. But, to take out the fucking hipster gang two from Frisco. Two games ago, <laughs> you were like, fuck the authority, fuck the man, stupid cops. Hey, yeah, dead sack. Uh, like, 
I want you to think real hard about this. <laughs> Holy shit, it just occurred to me. Elite Squad and Watchdogs Legion. Watchdogs Legion, which has become a fucking homegrown terrorist in the UK game. Because Damn. police surveillance is out of control. Damn. You know what the fucking like, Yo, okay, level level two is you get the you get the fucking staged protest flash mob in there. Level three is people playing watchdogs are online playing against people playing elite squad. And then you can have your virtual political battles taking place on you play. And then, hey, and then step four, step four, when you log into a match and you're playing Elite Squad and the other guys are playing Watch Dogs, when you match up 5v5, everybody gets to see each other's addresses. For sure. But only just cause, just o- cause, but just only cause. O- no, but only if you spend enough U bucks. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you you, you unlock. You that buy your micro crystals and you spend your U bucks to unlock addresses and docs information. No, no, it's it's woolly. That's an ugly word. It's the deniable ops extreme points. Okay. Excuse me. Deniable ops extreme. Okay? Excuse me. Excuse you don't me. use the acronym. Sorry, sorry. You pay. You pay for your DOX pass. <laughs> you every season, sell, and then you can see where the deadsec players. Are. You sell to both sides and let them have virtual warfare on your servers, and you trinkle out microtransactions. And this is how the culture. This is how the culture proceeds. And with every Tom Clancy game, you get a twenty dollar voucher off your next gun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, if you want the day one DLC, you better come strapped. Legally, of course. War has changed. Oh, man. Done. Done and done and done. Ubisoft and Activision are up their own ass. News at 11. Um... uh, Speaking of up their own ass... Now, uh, Dragon Ball Fighters got an update. If you rage quit, you get banned for a week. If you rage quit persistently, you will eventually get banned indefinitely. And that's the decision. And uh, if you are somebody who's having connection problems, and it's not based on uh, voluntary disconnection, then they kind of say, please check your settings and be sure. But this is what they're doing. So no jail. Just get the fuck off. Play offline. Bye. Good. Great. Fantastic. Oh, hey, I have a slight piece of news about Elite Squad. Actual news. Oh. Uh, Coming from uh, Jason Schreier, which I have to look at in incognito mode because he blocked me on Twitter. Um, (laughs) uh, So uh, Ubisoft internally, quote, uh let's see uh i am uh sincerely exhausted by everything related to ubisoft but also the director and manager of the studio behind um elite squad his name is charles charlie guimau who is the son of yves guimau 
and graduated university in 2014 and then was immediately given the job of studio manager. Hey, Joffrey, what's up? Nice. Bonus. Nice, nice, nice. Bonus. Daddy's boy got to make the terror game. I like that. I like that. Get in there, kid. You've earned it. All right. So, back to jail with you, DBZ players. Stay in jail. Hey, man. Just because... Just because daddy runs shit doesn't mean I don't know how to also run shit, too. In fact... All right, now let's put out the trailer for this game. Oh, God. In fact, France is a big fan of letting the family continue to run shit. Are they not? They are. The, uh, there's a real uh, long history of the French uh, familial meritocracy system. <laughs> Good word. Good word. Yeah, I'm, pr- I'm proud of how I came up with it on the spot because I sure didn't want to use the real word. Strong. Um, okay. Well... You know what the funniest thing about that though? You know, um, Ryuji uh, Sujimoto. He's mm-hmm. the C- he's the uh, Monster Hunter man. Mm-hmm. He's the son of CEO of Capcom. Mm-hmm. Exactly, Kenzo Sujimoto. Yeah, how's Mon- but, how, how's Monhun doing? Uh, great. Yeah. How about that? Literally the most profitable thing ever. Interesting. Cool. Ask me about Colin Hanks. I don't know who that is. Who's Colin Hanks? Pretty good actor. Yeah? Yep. Cool. Uh, so we talked... <laughs> we, t- we talked about... Um, um, press nothing to let the CIA ravage the hood with crack to fund the foreign wars. Yeah. Press F to sell... Uh, Nukes to Iran. Uh, so that's fine. Here's here's what we can talk about. Um, I had a question this week. I think I got my answer, but if you've got a take on it, by all means, fill me in. What what the Hit fuck me. is Serious Sam? Uh, it's a it's a throwback shooter. Okay, because I've heard it's about Serious Sam. Not the best throwback shooter. I've heard about Serious Sam for years, mm-hmm. but. I've never looked at it twice. I would recommend uh, Dusk or a Medieval uh, over it. Hey, I love Dusk. But yeah, Dusk's great. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, you know, the uh, Serious Sam people were like, "Yo, hey, check it out. You can you can find out for yourself." And I was like, "Oh, thank you." So, uh, you know, I'm I'm, I'm curious because um, what's clear is whatever it was, it's definitely not what that trailer is now in which Sirius Sam gets into uh, the Pope mobile. That's right. Which can only be described as a uh, mech warrior two style battle tech mecha traditional American mm-hmm. almost. Um, and then he just starts shooting the monsters and yeah, you're, you're right. piloting the mecha. And I was like, Hey, that's what like um, the Pope would have done. You're yeah. Um, and then the, the cockpit opens, and there's a, a, a cross in the way that the cockpit opens, and they've got a little rosary hanging up top. 
and uh i i believe the the line is um let god sort them out so I like playing. It's kind of hilarious. Robot that, like, games. You put like an irreverent religious reference in something. Like your head just tilts on a swivel. Super in. <laughs> way in. Like to. Way in. Cast in the name of God. Ye not guilty. Big O. We have come mm-hmm. to terms. Get the fuck in. That shit rules. <laughs> I unironically love that big dumb religious energy when used to juxtapose a giant robot yeah you know that's only going to be like one level right most of it's going to be shooting those guys that yell at you even though they don't have any heads i certainly hope it'll be more than that but if it is then i'll check out that one level yeah you want to make me love the bible this is how you do it but it's the same reason why little little uh pat jr got into fucking xenogears no, that's not why. Okay. The reason I got into Xenogears is because it had a 4 out of 5 on an official PlayStation magazine and was a new uh, Squaresoft RPG, and I was going to buy all of those. Okay, but you told me the reason why you loved Xenogears was a similar reason why you loved Ava, in that it went into the rad remix of Christian mythology. Oh, it also went way into psychology, which is like embarrassing to admit that a lot of my desire to go into psych is because I played Xenogears when I was 11 years old. You're right. That is embarrassing. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was cool. Attack and dethrone God, Wooly. It's it's the nature of our generation. So, you know, that flavor is going to do it. Yeah, that flavor is going to work for me. But it's also going to work when you you go uh, uh, pro God in a ridiculous super tech way or or you know beyond the grave whatever cowboy zombie also that that game had a a bitchy redhead in it so mm-hmm. it was like cool either way i remember specifically uh walking downtown as you were describing the um the parts of that game that were like uh japan fucking with the bible for cool points mm-hmm. as yeah. some of the strongest stuff that you thought was good in it all the stuff about the Zohars, the the crazy shit. So, you talk to God in that game, like actual real ass God. It's fucking, it's crazy. That's sick. Well, I mean, no one's gonna outdo SMT, but you know, I will say uh, I mean, that's that's not fair. You get to punch God, and he's a big head. In 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 part one, <laughs> how do you live that down? How do you how do you? Well, wanna- no, that was part one. That was part two. Part two, well- it was a big head. What uh, one was the the build up to it? Because I th- uh, one was the final boss was Michael, the angel, right? And then in two, it's Yahweh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Head. There you go, there you go. Right, right, right. Okay, all right. Fair enough. Sorry, my mistake. Um. So, uh, what then? Uh, will the rest of this game be? Walking back and shooting against ridiculous crowds. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. In big open areas. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty much. There's going to be guys that have bombs on their hands and they have no heads and they run at you and they go, ah, as you can see from the chat, just spamming, ah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's, I mean, yeah, that's, that's serious, Sam. Okay. 
whole point about Serious Sam is that you're fighting like a shit zillion enemies. Oh, God damn it, Eli. You just put up a, a sexy drawing of Tao Kaka with the title of his YouTube video being I Know Nothing About Tao Kaka. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they designed Tao Kaka to be that way on purpose. It's 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 like um the the shy gal thing. You know? I don't think they designed Talcaca to look like this on purpose, Wolves. Okay, well. Uh other trailers. Other trailers include Bushiden. It's a pretty cool SNES-looking uh, ninja platformer. And I remember seeing this somewhere. I think I saw a booth for it. Might have been at a PAX or so. Uh, but it looks fucking rad. And it looks like it's got Contra uh, Alien Wars yeah, energy. so much like a fucking Super Nintendo game. Yeah, yeah. Hagane, Contra, uh, a lot of just all that. Too much animation, though. Um. But it's 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 it looks sick. It looks sick, and lots of abilities yeah. on display, and it's just like yeah, yeah. The time is right for that. Always, always got space to check out a, a SNES throw up ninja game. Um, so Bushiden looks pretty rad. Check that out. They showed off uh, Transient, which whoa is hey careful. Um, hmm? Transient was uh, being pitched as a cyber Lovecraftian game. Not much to make out from just the kind of theme trailer, but from the creators of Conarium comes the oh, big spooky. What the fuck that is? Yeah. Uh, they're saying cyber Lovecraftian. Okay. I'm in on that. It's a it's a tone it's a tone teaser more than anything. So you just lots of key visuals to kind of like um just whatever uh, set up what's going on. Mm-hmm. But uh let me, let me take a look at this. It looked it looked interesting. Transient game adventure t- uh let's see. Let's take a look at this trailer. No, I don't care about your fucking HP Lovecraft quote. Just show me your video game. God damn it. The fucking screenshots won't even load up. This is a... Ah. Well, anyway, you can check the trailer. But it's... it's yeah, I'd I, I like to see where you're going with this. Uh, it's Cthulhu with, with wires. You know? I mean, yeah. There's no reason Cthulhu can't live in the cyberpunk future. He is unknowable. Uh, we got to take a look at... Uh, a little bit more of Doom Eternal. Mm-hmm. The trailer for The Ancient Gods dropped, and, uh, well, or rather, I think it was a follow-up trailer. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, you know, Sam's talking. He's, 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 you're seeing some new enemies, you're seeing stuff. Doom looks like more Doom. Seems cool. I want to find out, I want to talk more with Sam. Yep. And the person who uh, made the music in Dusk, I believe, 
is making the music here? Good choice. Extremely good choice. So, we'll see. We'll see. Also, the DLC is playable without the main game. Oh. Like it's a standalone game. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Huh, so they're selling it as a mini perch a mini a mini, mini buy. Game. It's a mini buy. Yeah. I mean, I I have a history of of being very okay with those. I like I like when they do standalone separate things. That's okay. Uh it worked out cool with Case 0 and uh well, Case Zero is a different thing because Case Zero is better than the game it was advertising. Sure, but then also there was um, uh, what you call it, the Ascreed one. Uh, uh, um, fuck. Uh, my friend Blood pl- Dragon. No, no. <laughs> my friend voice acted the main guy. In it. Oh God. Uh, 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 Freedom's Cry. Free, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tristan. He did the. He's, okay, the, he's yeah. the voice. Yeah, he was the voice actor of uh, Adewale. Exactly. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. The, so, right. um, straight up, like you got these little mini games that are like, yeah, it's a, it's a micro, you know, whatever. I'm, I'm cool with that. That's fine. That's, uh, that's pretty neat. I'm, I'm down with the, the, the self-contained. Yeah, shoutouts to uh, Tristan. I should have played Tristan. that. Adwala La-la. was a good character. Um, I, liked him. I also liked boats. You check out. Uh, you see. You see the uh, Scarlet Nexus stuff. I did. Tris definitely not Code Vein. No, it ain't. Uh, tra- second trailer. Very pretty visuals. Um. Definitely more like uh, more going on there. Still, same dis- same general uh, uh, feeling about it, which is this looks interesting. Um, it-, it feels like they put anime faces on some some crazy ass uh, Tron shit, and mm-hmm. we'll 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 have to see. You know, the only thing we're missing is like the you know the the forty five minute first hour of gameplay or whatever the case is, you know, just to kind of see what the flow of it is like. But visually very interesting and uh pretty. And hope it plays a little chunkier than than Code Vein. One would hope. Cuz Code Vein was cool but but it was like a little flaccid, a little noodly. And if you're talking ropey if you're talking about big old anime games, you definitely can't ignore uh, Genshin Impact, which we've been hearing about for a while now from uh, Shanghai Studio. Uh, I forget the name, uh, but Genshin Impact is oh, the. Yeah, I feel like I've been seeing that forever. So Genshin Impact is the one that's been auto compared to Breath of the Wild every time it comes up. It's the one yeah, because it it shares some similarities. It it's mainly visual and the cooking, uh, the world, the the bright colors of the world and the cooking do have that similarity to the it. Way the grass kind of looks. There's there's some there's stuff there. It's not a warrantless uh, 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 comparison. However, it does seem but like this unlike is unlike Breath of the Wild. It's it's anime. It's full RPG. 
uh, at the very least. Is or, or rather, no, that's not true. It's action RPG. Um, but uh, yeah, there's there's we got to see another look at that, and uh, there's multiple party members and and other stuff going on with it. I know that uh, when it first dropped, there was like pictures of people holding up their switch with a middle finger to the display of the game with with just with Breath of the Wild running just being like fuck you you ripoffs um mm-hmm. and like i think the i think a big part of that is that the first screenshot was main character overlooking the bright world that was similar to link overlooking the the, yeah. the the ledge, you know, it's like I it, mean, it's, it's superficially similar. I'm looking at it now, like the palette they're using for the like the bricks and shit. I get it, mm-hmm. and the angle you fire a bow and arrow at, but like superficially similar. Mm. Inspired by at best, you know. Like I also watched, like I think one of the devs put out like a combo video for it, and it was like hilarious. Mm. And, like it, it looks like an anime game. Yeah. Um, and, and I, and I, and like, there was, there was other, other more superficial, like, comparisons in the sense of, like, uh, like the, 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 the meter, the bar, the circular kind of bar, you know, um, and again, the, the cooking comes up and a couple other little things. Although this game has, like, full towns and cities and other environments that, you know, otherwise are its own thing. But yeah, the, the, that first screenshot and that art style and the colors, like, it's the thing that, that the brain jumps to right away. Um, but then the rest of it seems like it's doing its own thing. But also, let's like, all right, let's let's be real. Let's say, let's just assume it's a fucking huge Breath of the Wild ripoff, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I could go for a couple Breath of the Wild ripoffs. It's a good thing to rip off. <laughs> like there it's haven't been any yet. It's not a bad. So, it's not a bad thing to rip off. Like I could go for a couple. Um. Although this is also. Uh, on phones, it's not just a console game. Oh, is this made by the Honkai Third Impact people? That would explain the anime. Honkai Impact, Genshin Impact, yeah, yeah. Okay. This is not the Honkai's. This is the. Oh my goodness. I drive poor DK Diamantes. I drive him so crazy because I always get the Honkai fucking ads on my goddamn uh, on my thing, and it always looks like a character action game with the anime. And I, I I DM him and I go, dude, what's the deal with Honkai Third Impact? And he tells me every time, and I go, maybe I'll try that. And then he loses his shit because I think that's the fourth time I asked him last time, and I just never try it because it's like a gotcha game for anime. Know nothing about it. What's uh, up with it, though? MiHoYo. MiHoYo is the name of the company. Mm-hmm. And if we pull them up real quick, they are responsible for Hon- Honkai Impact 3rd, uh, Gun Girls, and Collapse Gakuen. Oh man, I bet Gun Girls is big anime. It's girls with a Z. Oh, of course it is. How stupid of me. Oh yeah, all chapter of memories. Is this a visual fucking novel? What is this? Well, you know what the funniest thing are is? are we in the gacha you know hole? We know what? 
What's that? Are we in the gacha hole? Yeah, maybe. I was about to say, like, we know what an anime is. I've seen an anime. And every time I think I know what anime is, I find out that there are literally 100 million more animes mm-hmm. that I haven't seen. Mm-hmm. That the, and that and that this thing there's it looks at anime right. Holy shit! I saw what the game looks like. Holy crap! That's hilarious. Uh, here's how many animes there are. Do you remember back in college when we were keeping up with the with the seasons and we were just about screenshot of Gun Girls? Remember when we were just about on top of everything that was coming out? Whoa. Okay. Well, yep. That's that's. That's a game on the phone. Um, and there's Taukaka. Wow, Plague. All right. Yeah, she's drawn like that on purpose, right, Wolves? I mean... Huh. There's a little bit of hair in places I didn't expect it. But she's a cat. She is. All right. Cheers. Well, anyway, um, I noticed that uh, abs were also uh, inserted into the equation, which I have no complaints about. But um, back to back to anime, there was a time when when the seasons were coming out and and staying afloat took a lot of effort, but it it was a thing that could be done. Every year since those college days has been another season of anime. And it has been about seventeen years since those college days. But I don't even—I don't even mean just the anime that's actually an anime. I mean, like the 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 phone thing, and the 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 car, and and the the Hatsune Miku's. Mm-hmm. Anime as a... And they're all anime. Anime as a movement. I turn around, and there's an anime behind me right now, waiting to anime at me. Steve? Yeah, Steve Buscemi's there. He could be anime. He's got the eyes for it. He sure does. Hey, so, um, Honker Impact. Right on. You mean Genshin Impact? Yes. Yes. There, 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 there's, there's, there's your anime. Um, they showed off the fucking, so there's this Lord of the Rings Golem thing going on as well, the trailer for that. Oh yeah, the stealth game, yeah. What, why would, what, for what reason? Like I understand, Line cinema still holds the license, and I understand that that clearly after we went all the ways we went with the Lord of the Rings franchise in video games, that they really want to hold on to that, keep the IP going, and keep the games hot and 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 out of the oven. Lord of the Rings as a video game franchise is it's kind of some goofy shit, uh, but really, is Gollum gonna be? The story to follow through on a video game with is that actually interesting enough to go through on? I no, I don't get it. Of course not. They fucked up the Shadow of War series, so they got to try something new. 
Like, you might as well go make a fucking ant game about forest management and just hang out with the ants. Yeah, okay. That'd be pretty good. I mean, I think there was an ant faction in one of them Lord of the Rings, like, like RTS games. Uh, sure. Or you could actually just play the fucking uh, the tree guy in Warhammer. Yeah, you could play the tree, the tree guy. I think everyone would be more excited to play as a tree guy than as Gollum. I think that is a. I, I, I think that is a one hundred percent on on the on the poll. I think you're not wrong. I think you're dead on. Yeah, I would rather play as tree tree guy dirt dirthu dirthu then Gollum. i mean it's either go that way or or follow down or triple down on sexy shelob <laughs> if you know what i'm saying never blah, forget blah, blah, blah. yeah um that that was weird yeah it certainly was but we got past it because there was a, there's just a sentence that was uttered like, what if Shelob was actually super hot? And people went, yeah, fuck it. Well, because all spiders have to be spider ladies, right? Yeah. But she's not even spider-ish in her human lady looking form. She's just hot. All spiders have to be spider ladies. Is there... Wait... Itsy bitsy goth GF is that what we're going with? I don't know if that's a thing yet. Itsy bitsy spider, but it's but she's also evil. It's goth, do it. Does this joke work? I don't think so. But you you have to work it. You've you've got to you've got to put the the leg work in. Well, you know who has a lot of legs for legwork? Spiders. I'm, I'm there. I'm. I'm. I'm literally bumping the ball. I'm bunting it at you. <laughs> Rachnera. All I can think of right now. Black arachnia. Is all I can think of right now is Eric Andre making fun of. I forget who the fuck it was. It's like, what's up with her on the beach? She's got like eight tits like a dog. And then just <laughs> turning to Hannibal. It's just like, nah, man. What are you saying? Like, <laughs> I would. Ki- oh, did. Have you seen Eric Andre's new stand up special? I haven't. Because I really hope it's literally just an hour and a half of that. Like, just total bomb failure stand up. I would kill for that. Best Spider Lady. The stock from Saga. End of discussion. So. How do, how do I write that? How do I find a picture of that? The T-H-E stock. space S-T-A-L-K. Saga. Okay, let's take a look at this. Eh. I'm not down with that. Hmm, I don't know what kind of image results you're going to get. In, that's a no, that's a no thanks from me. Oh, it's oh yeah, it's no that's no she wins, she wins. 
No, nah, I'm good, bro. Yeah, you no, know, you got to see all of it. You got to scroll down a little what bit about, more to see all Quilag? of it. What about Quelag? What about her? What about good old Kellogg's? I'm going stock 10 out of 10 times. All right. That's, uh... Okay. She's also fucking awesome. But, uh, yeah. Okay, so we got Scarlet Nexus. We got Genshin Impact. There was a trailer for... Again, Quantum Error. Not much to go on. Just a kind of tone trailer again. Uh, big Spookies. Um, big Spookies. Gun shooting at the Spookies. Dude, I watched almost all of these. And I can't remember a single one. It was the one... Well, Quantum Error is the one that I thought was legitimately Doom 3 for a while. It's the one in all the shadows where you're shooting the gun, and then there's the lady, and then the helicopter men. And it, then... It literally looks just like Doom 3. It's fucking weird. Yeah, big horror lighting. Uh, FPS Dead Space? Yeah, I guess. Sure. It looks... It just, it, it just looks like Doom 3. Hmm. Like a, like a Doom 3 knockoff from, like, 15 years ago. Although there's one section that cuts to uh, what might be the main character, I assume, because he looks like fucking Shavehead Soldier Man. Yeah, from the from back in the day. And I'm like, hey, you are the protagonist of this era, so sure. Yeah, I, I don't know if that scratches your uh, it does s- not space horror itch, but it's no, a- no, sir. Okay. Did you see the Ratchet and Clank new gameplay? Uh, I didn't watch it. I saw the trailer uh, available, but I didn't click it, the button. It, it wasn't new. It was the same demo. Oh, well, hey. Thank you. And then it ended with the same It ended with the same exact reveal of the Lady Ratchet. And then Jeff Keighley was like, so we going to get a name? And they're like, no. And then the game's come ended. I'm glad I didn't click the button. That's literally how it ended. I already saw that. He's like, hey, do we have something to tell people? No. Show over. Damn. Get owned at your own show, dude. Yeah, dude, for real. Okay, here's what's cool. Here's what's cool. I Tell me something that's cool. I like the fact that Age of Empires is back. People are playing. Yeah, Age of Empires is cool. Competitive Age of Empires again, and I think it's really cool that they're playing two and they're, and they're the trailer for three dropped here. And I'm like, fuck yeah, bringing back Empires Age cool. of Empires. Hell yeah! I don't know how this kind of got started again. Was it? I guess it was just the HD re-releases, right? Like, it was the HD re-releases was really popular. Um. I I just the fact that like people went fuck it we're gonna play some proper competitive Age of Empires in in this day and age and the game still well, they're rules. They're not making new RTSs. They're so not. Might as well just go play old ones. And you know what? It's still fucking rules. That Age of Empires is yeah, the dude. shit. When are we gonna get a Rise of Nations re-release? If you remember that one, didn't play it. Oh, it's cool. It's it's like Age of Empires, but much faster. I uh, I play I only played I played Age one and two the most, and I played Age three a little bit 
and and that's it. Yeah, I only played a little bit of age three. Uh, but this trailer looks fucking sick, and there's two new races, <laughs> which we can, you know, like it's factions, races. They're races. Um, the Inca and the Swedes. Oh, the Swedes! The Swedes! Ah, oh, bork your way around the world. Take that, Swedes! Woo! Listen, I'm friends with a Swedish person, and he told me that when we're not looking, all they say is bork. It's true. It's basically Swedish chef time. Thanks, Ludwig. Hold on, what is the... let me in on the secret, and, and now I'm letting you all in on it. What does the trailer call them? Does it say races or cultures i bet it says factions cultures shit hold on i gotta scrub for it cross platform as well fuck yeah oh that's nice awesome uh that's nice naval warfare yo building wonders is the shit and i don't feel like i've had that excitement in like other games for a long time did you ever get into Civ ever? Not that much. My my cousin had it, and I did play it on my cousin's computer, but uh, I didn't get into it. Civilizations, they're called civilizations, not yeah. not not racist. Because <laughs> I because I always was more into Civ than I was into Age of Empires. Because the the RTS aspect of the game always made me nervous. Like, you know, like having to do it fast rather than doing it per turn. Yeah. Um, high APM destroyed me on these games. I always got very nervous and scared. In particular, um, I always talk about World of Warcraft 3 just destroying me. I was able to keep up with StarCraft. I was able to play... I want to kill myself over what you just said <laughs> uh hey i played i played did you hear what you just said what did i say you said world of warcraft 3 oh that's bad <laughs> that's not good blizzard won they won they super won they dude. won oh my <laughs> god Guys, I'm sorry. Successfully erased. They did that, it. That old franchise. They did it. They wiped it out. It's gone. How long were we talking about Warcraft when WoW came out? Ten oh, years? Wow. Maybe? Oh, yeah. How long have we been talking about World of Warcraft? Fifteen years. 2004, so uh, coming up on 16. Successfully erased. Damn. And then Reforged came out and fully buried that shit. Well, uh, yeah, Warcraft 3 um, is, is, is where they lost me uh, in my ability oh, to yeah, keep up. Oh, yeah, the micro up. and the heroes, right? Couldn't do it. The hero system was too yeah. much for me. Um, but I, I was able to keep up with, uh, like, Red Alert and uh, StarCraft just and Brood Wars just fine, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah, age was age was the shit. Shoutouts to the fucking car. The car cheat ruled. Oh, what's the car cheat? You could fucking bring a car in and drive it around, and it was a million times faster and better than horses. It was one of the best <laughs> units in the world. And you're fucking 
You're driving and then a, b- a bunch of uh, fucking priests are like, hi Oh, oh, just run them over. You just fucking like, who gives a shit? I got a car. <laughs> it was great. Kono Dioda Volkswagen. Nailed it. Uh, and, mm-hmm. You know what? Like, I mean, we've talked about the rise and fall and rise and fall and rise of fighting games. Fuck, did RTS rise and fall? fucking fall it evolved into moba yeah but like that that old style is dead it is but there's at least a a, a butterfly from the cocoon yeah if mobers killed it if like i don't know man i would be less like I would be a little less salty if there was a successor genre that came directly from the thing. Um, so Team Fortress call, uh, and and uh, and uh, team-based shooters and um, uh, Counter-Strike and shit, right? Replacing a lot of the old giant f- FPS campaigns is a direct follow-up on the genre, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I, well, I, I mean... I get it. Fighting games... T- came from brawlers no wait brawlers <laughs> came from fighters and then character action came from brawlers yeah character action came from from beat-em-ups and fighting games okay. also came from beat-em-ups but um whatever if fighting games were to take on another form i don't know i'd have to decide see if i have fun with it or not but you know smash is it's going its own fucking direction certainly and now smash clones are a thing and they're mm. you know they're definitely like derived from fight the fighting games but they're doing their own thing um yeah yeah it's it's it just it feels it feels like a natural progression that being said if i was way way into the rts genre i would probably be like pretty upset that they died off though yeah i was in to like you know a couple a couple of really good ones i was around enough to enjoy Command and Conquer, StarCraft, little bit of Warcraft. Man, that was the gold. You know, era, and that man. was it. I didn't I didn't I didn't that put was... Warcraft 1 and 2, I got nothing on. I got okay, nothing so on Warcraft those. Warcraft 1 is like a bad game. Like War- Warcraft 1 is like bad. Hmm. Warcraft 2? Whoo, Warcraft 2 kicks ass. But then StarCraft is like, okay, shut up. Well, yeah. Shut up, I, it's time for StarCraft. Here comes Jim Rayner. This is Jimmy. I remember... Did you play the Dawn of War games? Uh, I No, but I worked next to a competitive Dawn of War player who told me ad nauseum about them. Because uh, there's like... It's, that series is really depressing because there's like eight or nine really great ones and then Dawn of War 3 is so bad that the franchise might as well be dead. I I have Dawn of War knowledge like a girlfriend watching their boyfriend play for a while. Like I've heard so much about it and on, on a deep competitive level and I've heard about wow. the most interesting things with it but I've never touched it. And, exactly what you mean. Yeah, and I I was sharing Third Strike knowledge with with him, and uh, he was getting really into Makoto. So it was uh it was like that. 
I don't know. I don't know. Um, I like the fact that there's a whole lot of races in it. You mean civilizations? Civilizations. Civilizations. Yeah, Age of Empires 3 is back, and uh, that's fucking sick. Super dope there. That's some good news. Uh, Override 2. There's a trailer for the sequel to that mecha game. Unfortunately, no gameplay. It's just a cinematic robot trailer. But hey, Modus, good stuff. Uh, I'm I'm surprised it's getting a direct sequel. I guess it uh, did okay, and uh, people enjoyed it. So that's rad. I'm, I'm I'm all about fucking getting some some robot games in there. Um, I I await gameplay. They teased something called Chorus, which is a uh, Star Fox third person shmup. That's a really unclear title. Is it a V or a U? I, it's I a U. I think it's a U. It's, it's a U on the official. But I thought it was a V. Yeah. It definitely, the font choice makes it look like it's going to be Corvus. Um, but yeah, it reminds me actually a lot of Aces of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Also, um, if anybody remembers, Project Sylphid. It's a lot like Project Silphied. Man, that's a long time since I heard anybody talk about Project Silphied. Do you remember the last time they brought one of those out? They brought it during E3 week so that it couldn't be reviewed in time because it was such trash. Reset the clock on references to Project Silphied. No one cares about that clock. <laughs> no one gives a... Who give a... Oh, my God. Square couldn't get further away from it. Get the fuck out of here, Project Selfie. I don't want to talk to you. Yeah, but churches with the V, similar energy. Chorus with the V. Uh, There was a short tease for something called 12 Minutes. Oh, yeah, that's more or less the same tease we saw, I want to say at E3. Well, not E3, but whatever the fuck the E3 equivalent was. To me, this is a reveal. I didn't know what this was. Oh, no, it it was almost the same trailer. Uh, it's a t- twelve-minute time loop in your apartment, which seems to get home invaded. Yeah, and uh, it seems like it's got uh, James McAvoy, Disley, uh, Disley Rady, <laughs> Daisy Ridley, Disley Rady, Disley Rady, and Disley Rady Skywalker, and uh, Will- Willem Dafoe are cast, and the shot is like straight above, perfect perspective, looking down on the room. Um. If I did see this in the stream, I don't, I don't yeah, remember pe- it. Yeah, people... This is the weirdest thing ever that exists in our life, which is you don't remember it, but other people remember you seeing it. Dude, I played a fucking fighting game called Umi Neko, and I'm like, what is this game? And everyone's like, you literally played it on fisticuffs. You, we watched and you like- pick these characters and play. And I'm like, I, it's gone. It's completely gone. It's just gone. So if I saw this 12 minutes thing, it's gone. Uh, it's, it's, it looks cool. Um, I like that Smash TV, perfect top-down, uh, uh, three-point perspective look. All the walls uh, are vanishing yeah. into a, 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 a perfect point. So, that game, if it maintains that perspective for the whole game, I feel like there's a real big moment they could do where all they have to do is move the camera, like, a little. Yeah, yeah. And you're gonna go, oh! 
oh shit you know it's really it's really interesting and um no one uses this camera much because usually it's 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 like static and it's the most static and bland way to kind of tell a story right Mm -hmm. but something about this that's particular if um when you do architectural design is um so if you look at the rooms right every room you're looking at a perfect top down if you were to take the corners of the walls in every room and line them up they all create a line that is a perfect x to the middle of the screen so your eye un- uh, uh, unconsciously will be always drawn to the center of the room and it will be the tension point so it's yeah. it, so you can That's where the action happens or not yeah it's 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 a very interesting and, and and cool choice if you do play with that um and yeah you can't see faces really clearly you can just see bodies and people and heads moving you know Uh, 12 minutes. I bet that game's going to be longer than 12 minutes. Well, yeah, it's a 12-minute loop. Yeah. Very few games use that gimmick. I'm very interested in games that use that gimmick. There was a game that I liked that used that gimmick, and I'm sad because I can never play it again. Time loops are really good for video games. You can, you can. I like time loops. Time loops are good. Time loops are good. Um. Oh yeah, there's minute. That's true. Minute. Majora's Mask. Why use big word when small word good too? Do trick. Small word do trick. I think I, I was scrolling past my Twitter the other day and I saw the, some research article that says that using big words that make you look smart when normal words will do is actually a sign of low intelligence. And by correlation, I'm saying that if you use small words when you probably should use big words, that means you're actually high intelligent smart. I have talked about this before. But one of the funniest things about Jamaican culture is when someone is an idiot, but they're trying to sound sophisticated and they will suddenly start speaking like this, sir. I need to let you know and understand that I comprehend the information which you are trying to give me. However, oh my God, that's such a specific <laughs> accent you're creating. It is Jamaican trying to sound like american or like proper and then it's using large words to say nothing and you're just making a verbose argument and it's fucking hilarious because my aunts do it and i've watched my i've watched all members of my family go into that shit and it's like you said nothing there you've communicated no point but you think that that tone sounds very official and if you sound very official then people will have to take your word as authority. So I can definitely confirm that while that particular accent is probably, almost certainly, specific to Jamaicans, that that attitude is not specific to that, because I have heard that from my French relatives. Of course. I've heard that from, like, 
I'm sure everybody has heard that. So just, but like get whatever the fuck the fanciest language you can get. But you know how sound smart, but you're actually dumb. You know how you know how patois is like a novelty to you guys, and how you're like, oh, that's a like a, a funky person from Jamaica that's got some flavor to them, right? There, yeah, there's some l- there are a little bit of spice in in this otherwise like you know uh, whatever um, <laughs> that when you live on an island where everybody sounds that way that's not special at all anymore that's just the way oh, language is so I think the funniest thing ever is like uh, Americans they they see uh, the, the our Yankee viewers. We'll see. Oh, French girls. Oh my God, the French is so hot. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just whatever. (laughs) So when everybody women sound when everybody sounds that like like that, and everyone's got that accent, and you don't have any of that novelty that you 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 currently feel, then the only way to sound you know above is to like suddenly uh, 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 code switch your voice into something more official and 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 more uh, 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 colonial. (laughs) <laughs> as it were you know um yeah like when uh when pages like i'm <coughs> i'm a anglophone quebecer so when i'm talking to Paige and her fucking southern illinois like bullshit language comes out i'm like oh that's cute even though it's like you know trash language <laughs> that was the perfect distance I know, right? There Was that go. not the perfect distance? There you go. Uh, <laughs> Love you, darling. <laughs> ah, shit. There was another thing about language that. What 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 was the you brought up? What did you? I was talking about uh, Yankees think French sounds hot. Before that. Uh, before that, what led me into uh, bringing up while, that? Uh, it, the the accents that you're describing is definitely specific to Jamaicans, but like the attitude of just you know go for the the classiest, smartest sounding thing you can sound like because you're actually dumb is definitely universal. Before that, ah, shit, it's gone. Yeah, there was another thing, but yeah. anyway, um. Fuck. Okay, mm. whatever. I, uh, I got it. Language is hilarious and wonderful, and it's an easy way to tease the British, because have you heard them? Oh, my God. They sound like fucking cartoons. Yes, but we still <laughs> spell O-R's with O-U-R. Well, yeah, that's because the Americans don't know how to spell those words. It's Webster's fault, apparently. Yeah. Center. Centre. Okay, I, I actually disagree with the center. The center thing is upsetting. I mean, it's just... It... it look, there's some shit... Every language has its messes. Um... It was apparently Webster who uh, who changed everything up when making the American Dictionary, and from that point forward, uh, color had no U. 
So this was this was this was brought on by the fact, by the way, that uh, last week uh, the spelling of the word paycheck was with a Q U E, and that fucked some mm-hmm. people up. Yeah, because a check is C H E Q U E. It's a check, not a check mark, dumbass. But it's it, in America, it's a C H E C K. Yeah, well, they say drive through without a without a O. Right, right, yeah. So what we're listening to Americans know how to spell. Come on, guys. Y'all, y'all don't even know how to spell. Check, check. There's a Q U E is is in check. That's how you spell check. You know. So. Yeah. All right. Let's take some letters. All right. Let's set some letters. If 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 you are uh, sending in a letter, you can send it to Castle Super Beast Mail at gmail dot com. That's Castle Super Beast Mail at gmail dot com. If you are a British person sending in a mail, please attach one scone. I'd appreciate it. I mock you, but scones are delicious. Would you so. would, would you take one pence? <laughs> I would not take one pence. God, I could go for a scone. <laughs> not known for their food, they are. No, they're not. Every now and then you see a struggle tweet that's like, canned bread is the shit. In front of like a Union Jack and you're like, I'm going to throw up. Yeah. Hey, look, uh, not much to say about Chadwick Boseman except uh, that is the most shocking and shitty uh, uh, news that fucking hit out of nowhere. Uh, yeah, that's rough, man. Apparently, it was like l- there was there was one website a couple months ago that reported it in like a tabloidy way, but otherwise they kept the news on the down low and they didn't want to really put it out there. And I think he just wanted to keep that to himself. Um, and it, you know, it, it, there's a lot of uh, there's nothing that. Uh, there is to say that hasn't been already said by people who rightfully pointed out that he filmed all those movies while he was already diagnosed and um you never know what the fuck someone's going through so uh keep that in mind you know uh way at all times because people sometimes are just holding things to themselves and they're and they've got their own struggles go- that they're they're going through um that was yeah pretty pretty surprising and i guess uh the thing that dawned on me a couple days later was he was also um slated to do uh yasuke so seriously yeah he was supposed to do the yasuke movie so it looks like that everybody he did fucking everybody like black panther was absolutely the most he did black panther you know that was the most popular but like uh yeah it's kind of nuts how much he did within that last a uh, uh, couple of years like and it was all through the diagnosis as well you know um it also like people definitely have their their some everyone goes through things differently right um some people like to just uh, some people prefer to keep things as private as possible and if it's no one's business it's no one's fucking business um others handle it 
in a way to like, uh, for example, Alex Trebek, who came out and just kind of said, hey, I'm pretty sick, but I'm still going to be, I still got some work to do, you know? And, uh, thankfully he was in, he went into remission. So things were, uh, okay there. Um, the not saying anything part where it just kind of comes in and hits, uh, like that, that's one of those things where I'm like, man, like that's kind of how it went down with my sister. So mm-hmm. it really is like, I mean, this is, this is, there's a difference obviously between what's personal and, and, and what is a, a, a celebrity. I'm not trying that, that par- type of parallel, but I am saying that. No, but the, the, the distinction between the ability to see it coming and not is significant. Massive change like, to the impact, you know? And, um. Not, not to, not to take like a, a too personal track, but like, let's take me and my dad. Yeah. Right? My dad's old. My dad has had many, many heart attacks he's got a pacemaker uh his his organs are in shambles right he's been in the hospital and we've had the talk with the family like a couple times now yeah right yeah so when i eventually get the phone call i will be somewhat prepared yeah because i've had to deal with it in the past right and it, it is such on a not I don't want to say non-personal, but like a cultural level, right? With people who are open about their illness, mm-hmm. right? Or you're at least aware. Mm-hmm. But if my dad was the peak of physical health, and then one day, poof, mm-hmm. right? Oh my goodness, right? And that is the cultural thing here, where I thought it was the thing that I didn't pay attention, so that's why I didn't know that he had been diagnosed with cancer many years. I was like, no, he had been quiet and private yep. about it. So it's one, unsurprising that it would be as shocking as, like, say, an accident. One obscure tabloid and some some Instagram photos where um, people were uh, uh, calling him out on the weight loss, apparently, and they, and they're just like mm-hmm. you know deleted or whatever. But uh, yeah, no, um, you know, in my sister's case, uh, it was completely kept silent. Didn't want any like weird calls or weird energy brought into the situation you know um so it was a similar kind of like um you're gonna find out when you find out you know and Mm -hmm. um i also know that like part of that was kind of like as a result of wanting to focus on just like the mental state required to get better Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, everybody goes through their journeys in their own way, but, uh, yeah, like it, it is absolutely the difference between turning up the pot with the frog in it and mm-hmm. just shooting the frog point blank with a shotgun. Yeah. You know? Hmm. Well, on that note, let's take some letters. Let's take some zany emails. Uh, We got one coming in over here from Quaid, who says, Hey, Castle Super Guys, my brother and I were taking a trip down memory lane watching clips from the 2008 film Speed Racer. While watching, Mm -hmm. my brother raised the question, Did you know there's a better racing movie than Speed Racer? I promptly told him he was full of shit. 
but then I quickly ate my words when he put on Redline. I can't <laughs> believe I've never heard of this masterpiece. Have you ever been uh, experienced? Have you ever experienced something where you said, "Where has this been all my life? How have I not known about it?" Yeah, definitely. Mm. For me, uh, that happens all the time with a lot of games that I'm I'm I'm, I'm discovering, uh, but. I remember Front Mission 3 just being like, what the fuck? This game is insanely good. And I couldn't believe... And it was buried at that time. It was long buried by the time you got to it. That one-off, I can't believe how fucking good it was. And prior to that, my only time seeing Front Mission was there was a comic shop where... um, my friend would just, he'd make his gunpla and he'd sell manga and comics. And he, if you walked in at any random time, the TV on the counter would probably be watching anime or playing front mission. So I just knew it in, in passing form from walking through the shop, you know? And I was like, oh yeah, that's that cool. That's that cool, uh, mecha RT, um, uh, uh, um, tactical RPG. All right, you know? But I had no idea, um, and then upon touch, it was like, oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. This thing. I can't think of anything. Uh, the only thing I can think of right now is probably when Paige started playing Dead by Daylight a year or two ago. And I had remembered. That she started it. Out. Yeah, absolutely. That wasn't you. Oh, okay. No, no. She she was playing it for like a fucking six months, like super hardcore. <clears throat> Before I looked over and went, that game looks stupid. And then I, I, I was like jealous that she was having so much fun. So I, I, I played it myself, but I played Killer instead. And I was like, oh, this is the fun. Killing is the fun part. Um, but uh, we had covered that game back on Shitstorm, back when it was early access, and it was not just rough, but it was all we played was the the survivor. And I fucking hate the Survivor gameplay. So Paige is playing this game all the time. And I'm like, what the fuck? Dead by Daylight sucks. What the hell is going on? And it's it's been out for years and years and years. And I'm like, oh, no, wait. It's awesome. It's actually fantastic. What the fuck? I just didn't... I literally just didn't hit the button to go over to the fun part of the game. Um, it probably would have still got you when Pyramid Head dropped. Oh, it would have. Like, you would have but, curiosity peaked for sure. But if it had only gotten me when Pyramid had dropped, then I wouldn't have had so many blood points that I could max out triple prestige PH and earn every perk in the game for him. Hmm. Pyramid Head is, like, my Pyramid Head is leveled up enough that whenever new killers come out, I can just unlock their perks instantly and add them to him. So, hooray. I like PH a lot. What about He's a fun, fun character? What about fourteen? What about fourteen? I don't know if you've been paying attention, but every Sunday night or Monday, I post a screenshot of my level progress as I get every single class to eighty. Yeah. So wouldn't that game count on this list as well? Well, I actually played that on, on its like uh, no. You weren't into eleven. Fourteen one. 14 1.0 was goddamn trash, and then I actually played 14 Around Reborn like in its beta, 
I just didn't get super into it. But I realized it was good. Because I remember when 14 was dropping and the people I knew that were super into 11 were the most excited. Um, yeah. I still hate 11. 11's a weird game for crazy people. So yeah, then 14 was one of those games for you. No, it wasn't. What are you talking about? I never... Like, 14 1.0 and 14 2.0 are totally different games. And 14 1.0 is trash. Straight up. Okay, so you were curious enough when Realm Reborn dropped to go take a look. Yeah. Okay, all right. When Realm Reborn came out, I actually played the third closed beta, and then I uh, played it day one. And then I I fell off of it because I didn't make any new pals. And then I played it again a couple years later and did make some new pals. And then I've been with it ever since. From April of 2015. Here's one from Brent from Kansas City says, uh, Pat and Wooly, on episode 82, Wooly read out an email that Neither of you really reacted to, so that was all fine, but I needed to write in and correct the disingenuousness. Someone wrote in and said that Nis America stole the rights to publish Falcom's game in the West from Xseed, and this, uh, and because of this, there's now microtransactions. This is blatantly false. Nis America got the rights because they have more money and resources. They outbid, uh-huh. Xseed was outbid by Nis America for the publishing rights, and to give the games a greater marketing budget in the West and fund outsourcing ports uh, to both the Switch and PC for their games. The rights weren't stolen. Uh, the emailer also tried to say that uh, they put microtransactions in themselves, uh, uh, microtransactions in the games when Falcom themselves are the ones that did it with, uh, and they're doing it with Cold Steel 1 and 2, which were published by Xseed, had costumes and items and so on. So, uh, correction to the correction. I understand not liking a publisher, but Falcom fans going around and blatantly lying about this stuff doesn't help. Uh, Nissa has been getting better with their Falcom releases and even had Durante go back and complete the fix of East 8 recently. Thanks for reading. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Okay. Dear uh, Table Lord Wooly and Pat a Table, uh, being wrong changes Olive. changes everything. The spouse and I watched uh, the Table Lord's Betrayal at House on the Hill, had a great time, it was fun, but I found it funny that mm-hmm. not all the rules were well known, so how the game played out was hugely different and it, than it could have been. Uh, everyone had fun, but are there any rules that you ignore or change in a game personally to maximize fun? Um, I think from Monopoly is the worst anti-version of this. Nobody plays Monopoly by its actual rules. House rules everywhere. Yeah. And Monopoly sucks on house rules. Mm-hmm. You have to play with the real rules. Uh, the first example that often comes to mind is consumables in a character action game. Um, that feels like... What are those? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Don't know what the animation looks like. I don't know what a green. I don't know what a holy water looks like. Or or uh, the rocket ship in in one hundred and one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So I don't know what that is. So self imposed rules that just become the norm. One hundred percent. Um, 
And in a lot of cases, uh, with fighting games at least, um, I, I don't know the ins and outs of how the stylish mode works. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes there'll be in, there'll be one of those in and like, I discovered how it worked when I was in Japan and I sat at an Exerd machine and accidentally picked it because I couldn't tell the language difference between the oh, two. Oh, right, yeah. And then I was like, oh, fuck. And then, like, the guy I was playing against just kind of got up and walked away. <laughs> and I was like, well... Oh. Sorry. Oh, no. Um, And last... That's so sad. Yeah. What are you going to do? Lastly... Uh, Josh says, uh, dear Willie and Pat, I was in a weird class called undergrad in game studies, and it ended up writing about all the different ways games approach the self. Two ways scholars describe this as either playing a character or an avatar. Characters when you're Mm -hmm. given an identity to occupy in the game, separate from your own, like The Last of Us. Uh, an avatar is when you're meant to place your own identity in the game's world, like Minecraft. I pitched the idea that a game can bridge the two where you're able to build your own character's identity so that it aligns with your own. Something I found in my playthrough of Life is Strange, for example. What do you think? Is one method better better than the other? Is that universal across genres? Sincerely, Josh. This is known as the what I was talking about last week as dude versus guy. Mm -hmm. Alternatively, silent protagonist versus real person. Yeah, dude being... uh, the avatar and guy being the character um i think i tend towards character i like um i really like the way mass effect 1 2 did it where you're playing a character but you're influencing you're influencing a range of possibilities but in that would be consistent for that character right so in mass effect 1 Shepard's a career soldier. Uh, Commander Shepard is a career soldier, right? So you have the renegade and the 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 renegade and the what do you call it? paragon options mm-hmm. are a range of reasonable possibilities between that character's you know reactions. Um, the pure avatar, unless it's written extremely well and has just a million lines of dialogue I don't usually care for. So, like, uh, the nameless one in Torment? Yeah, okay. That's a good avatar. And, you know, stuff like that with RPGs where you can just determine millions of things about your character. I think probably the best one that I've seen is the attempt to split the difference, which is The Courier in New Vegas, in which it is 100% player controlled every single thing that you do and say and think and believe and everything and then in the final piece of dlc once you've completely done everything that you could possibly do in the mojave desert you go to a new area in which they describe events that took place before the start of the game and the events are rock solid right like it and it's the courier went here and delivered this yada yada right but you are given the ability to choose the reasons why you did these, and then that informs the overall backstory of your character before they became an avatar, mm-hmm. and it's really, really good and satisfying. Yep. 
Um, Rev- it's the only one I can think of that totally nails it. Revan and the Exile. They're great. Are great. Uh, splitting the difference reminds me of D&D campaigns where on pen and paper, you're going to sit down and you're going to behave as you would in the shoes of this person from this race, from yeah. this setting, from this civilization, whatever the case may be. Um, personally, I absolutely lean towards the the, the existing character. Um, mm-hmm. And I do that because for the longest while in video games as a medium, the tradition has been to do the avatar instead. Uh, yeah, silent protagonist is a little dull to me. But it's all, but it's a, but it's a legacy of technology, right? If you're playing a video game where all you're going to do is jump on platforms to make it to the end of the stage, that's an avatar yeah. by default, not for lack yeah. of a narrative, but because it was what the technology could do at the time. Yeah, and if there was a booklet the, the story, most you're going to get is a paisanos. It's time for the super show. Yeah, if there's a booklet telling you the story, it's not going to give you the the moment-to-moment personality of the character, you know? Um, mm-hmm. I mean, shit, like, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog was that until the games could bring out a personality, but you could see him being impatient and mm-hmm. being like, what the fuck, let's go, let's hurry, you know? You can see a lot of that. So I definitely want characters to behave like people, and I prefer those games more because I also think they tell more natural stories. I think it's very hard for any other medium to insert a self-insert, a Mary Sue or a template character, silent protagonist, whatever you want to call it, into their story and not have it come across as extremely weird or just shitty storytelling. Yeah, so like take take New Vegas again. Like if you choose, you have the ability to play your character and many people accidentally do this, uh, play their character as if they're a total uh, crazy person. Because they have wildly inconsistent morals and just do whatever based on whatever, right? So I usually tend to like a more, not guided, or not even narrow, but it's like, I want like a nudge in a direction Mm -hmm. that I can move in a 90 degree angle down the path, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, I want to be able to go left and right, but I don't want to be able to go behind if that makes any sense, Cole Phelps. People are saying Cole Phelps is a perfect example. Cole Phelps. I w- Cole is a very well defined character. I was gonna say Cole Phelps. Uh, no, I, no, sorry, Cole Phelps. Sorry, I was gonna say Big B. Mm-hmm. Um, Lee. Yeah. Right. These are people where you're like, oh, if I was playing anyone else in the cast. I know what you would be like. I understand you. Yes, absolutely. From another camera perspective, from another point of view, I still understand your character. That, to me, is more interesting. uh, Like, despite the astronomical amount of dialogue choices you can make in in The Witcher that range every emotional state and, like, moral view possible – Geralt couldn't be more well-defined by the end of that and what Geralt's into and what Geralt thinks is bullshit mm-hmm. and what have you. Um, yeah, it, it, it just it tells a more interesting story in almost every circumstance unless you've written the game to play with that element of the story as a plot point 
which many games do. See uh, Bioshock, see FF7, mm-hmm. see yeah. anything where you need the main character to be s- sh- quiet for a reason, you know? Or uh, you, the character you wrote sucks. Undertale, that's another one, yeah. Um, that, that, that's, uh, that's the problem. Where uh, like, I love a good character that I have some agency over, uh, unless they suck. At which point I'll take the avatar, please. Mm-hmm. Now, at the same time, if the goal is a visual novel where you're supposed to just go and, you know, date some, some people in the harem, then, like, mm-hmm. your character's existing in any you can way, have shape, no or face f- and, a, and, a, and a transparent penis. Any, an any version of your character being a, a, a real person gets in the way of your boner. So that's 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 a no no (laughs) that's just disruptive i'm trying to be that role i don't want anything besides i don't want to see your dick (laughs) i want the phantom dick so that i can pretend it's my i need to load my excuse load my jpeg into the texture engine and stretch it over a fucking face model like perfect dark um and what happens when you take that video game habit and put it into other mediums is bella from twilight That's the last character I thought I'd be talking to you about today. Holy shit. That's what happens when it leaves the video game format and becomes something else. All right. That'll do her. Oh. Oh, we have a sudden guest on the podcast. Oh, he's snorting. He's chewing. Gonna fuck up your pop filter, though. Uh, That's fine. What? He smells really nice, actually. Where? He does. He smells nice. Yeah. Where can the people see more? Uh, You can see more of this nice-smelling dog over at twitch.tv slash petstairset. And also twitch.tv slash peachsaliva. There you go. And, uh, yeah. I'll be over at... uh, Wooly versus on YouTube and Twitch. Everybody, y'all have a good week. Take care.